Night Owl Live, the show for PC users who can handle the truth. And now, here's your host, Gene Steinberg. Hey neighbors, on the Tech Night Owl Live this week, we have the Gadget Man back again, Steve Crucian. And Mr. Gadget this week will tell you about his new book and lots of cool gadgets for you to check out. You'll also hear from Avram Pilch of Laptop Magazine. He'll talk about the 10 gadgets that you neighbors have got to own. All this and more this week on the Tech Night Owl Live. Siri, who is Mr. Gadget? Checking on that for you. Would you like to search the web for Siri, who is MR Gadget? Your MR Gadget, Mr. Gadget? Yes. So Siri does not know you. Wow. I have to ask Siri if she knows who Samuel L. Jackson is, since he does those commercials. I see. So you've been a busy bee since we talked to you last. You have yes. Book, you have a book out. I do. I do indeed. It is called The Mr. Gadget Consumer Tech Guide, Electronics, Gadgetry, and Technology. The one and only Mr. Gadget reveals what to buy and why to buy it. And that's just the first half of the title, right? That's right. That's it. Just trying to be, just trying to be complete, you know, Gene. Right. And this is volume one. This is volume one because there's uh, much more to come. So what areas do you cover in the first part? Well, in the first part, I cover everything from... Uh, kitchen-type gadgets to uh, computers to uh, vacuum cleaners. Uh, you know I'm a big crazy person when it comes to kitchen knives and sharpening them, and I've got some great advice there for everyone. That's why I uh, want to stay away from your home. If I there you get go. angry, I just take a look at those knives. But here in Arizona, yeah. we have guns. Yes, that's true. And I also talk about buying a printer, what to get and what not to get. Even radios. Uh, we, are, we both love radio, and I have some things to say on that. And a lot of people are confused about buying a new television. So I cover that in, in great detail and many, many, many more items. And so I, I know that uh, people will uh, get something out of the book. It's written for the everyman. It's not for geeks. It's for everyone to, every man, every woman, I should say, uh, so that there's something for everyone, something to learn, something to help you get interested in something you didn't know about and to, uh, to save you money on things of lasting value because that's what it's all about. So I'll tell you what. Let's talk about a few of the things that you cover in the book. And, of course, you can read the book to learn more. They have it available at Amazon and all the yep, booksellers. Yeah, and there's a, there's a link. Uh, if you go to my website at mrgadget.com, there's a link right there on the front page to make it very easy for, for everyone. Just click it, and you go right to the, the page to, uh, for more information and to purchase the book at Amazon. And we're also working on the ebook, not quite ready yet. Now, when it comes to buying a radio, now, you and I love radio. As a matter of fact, very recently on our show, we featured a guy named Greg Bell. Do you know who he is? Mm, the name is not familiar. Yes, he is the guy who does the old-time classic radio show at Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Oh, okay. So he gets, you know, all the old shows from The Lone Ranger and The Shadow and all those famous programs on radio before TV was all that popular. So the mm -hmm. question is here, in 2012, I think if someone wants to buy a radio, they don't give it much thought. But what should that, we know right. about buying a radio? 
Well, there's basically two things. There's the conventional type radio that we're all used to, and then there's internet radio, which we've talked about a lot. And in the book, I talk about which are my favorite regular radios, which are generally from my friends at the C. Crane Company. They have Funny radios. you should ask. Yeah, we've had Bob Crane on the show, too. Right, I know. And so we have uh, his radios down to the $50 CCSW Pocket, which is great for travel, all the way up to their $160 uh, CC Radio 2 and others in between. And uh, it's, it's quite interesting to see that there is this kind of precision, this kind of, of portability, power, great sound. But then there's a problem that, we, that many of us face when it comes to AM radio in our homes or offices. It doesn't work real well because we've got so much interference from all of our electronic gadgets and things and the construction of the, of the building. Now, this so is a problem around, I have here, okay, right. because mm-hmm. some of the stations that carry our program are AM shows. And some Absolutely. of my favorite radio stations are AM. Now, on rare occasions, they have an Internet feed, so I go online and check their Internet feed. But as often as not, they don't. And yes, well, your car radio, it's going to sound fine. But as soon as you get home and you have an apartment with lots of metal stuff going on, mm-hmm. then you run into right. trouble. So what do you do? So the solution is uh, an Internet radio, which is basically a little computer that looks like a radio that hooks up to your Internet service at home. If you have wireless, it goes Wi-Fi. If you don't have wireless, it plugs in via Ethernet. And these can be from around $150 on up. Bob Crane has one, their CC Wi-Fi. And I'm also in love with the various products from Logitech, their internet radios. They're in the Squeezebox line. They have Squeezebox Radio and a Squeezebox Touch currently. Squeezebox Radio, around $150 to $165 is probably your best bet with a color screen and the capability of going out on the web to find your favorite stations, put them in as favorites, uh, you have six presets, plus you have any number of favorites, and it's organized very well. But with this radio, you get much, much more. It has a color display. You can see your Facebook feed. You can see news feeds uh, simultaneous to listening to your favorite Internet-available uh, radio station. And I have yet to find a radio station that I can't f- uh, that isn't available over the Internet, although I know, obviously, there are some. But for people who are from other states, even other countries, the feeds from those other states and other countries are as if they are local on this radio. So is it easy to find, say, the online equivalent of a specific station? Uh, Yes, I I really haven't had a problem. uh, There are many, many different apps in the radio, as well as in the one from Bob Crane. He uses uh, Receiva, which is a service that provides these these, apps. radio stations via the internet through his radio and others that use the receive a model. But Logitech does it differently because they have so many different apps. It is really quite refined. It is the Mercedes and Rolls Royce kind of, uh, of, of these radios that really don't cost a fortune. And they're better than many that cost much more because they're easy to use. And uh, there are just many, many other apps that you can get for it, for their radios. 
Some of them come with remote controls, like the squeeze box radio doesn't come with a remote control, but if you get the optional battery pack, which will give you four hours on battery plus a remote control for $50, you have it all. It has a sleep timer. It has uh, almost an unlimited number of, of alarms that you will wake you to. So many sounds you just can't imagine, including radio stations, but alarm tones and other sound, nature sounds, uh, sound effects. It, 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 it's quite incredible. And um, it's just a great way to go. Interference-free and FM as well, FM stations as well. Now, when it comes to satellite radio, they do have home receivers for satellite radio, but you're stuck with the antenna that you have to position just precisely or it doesn't pick up the signal, kind of like the situation you have with your satellite TV, direct TV, or you have Dish Network, and they have a professional installer who's going to sit there, although you can do it yourself if you're handy, and get the exact positioning to pick up the signal. Now, doing it with a tiny antenna from a satellite radio is very difficult and very inconsistent. Yeah, you have to be facing exactly the right direction from your location in the country. And in addition, you have the recurring monthly fee, which doesn't happen with the radios that I suggest. As a matter of fact, I don't even go into satellite radio because of the the value proposition, I don't see it there unless you already have a subscription and then you know you can do it at home. But I don't even deal with it because, again, it's it's a cost factor. And I'm all about value and lasting value. So you're not using something up and then have to replace it again shortly. It's like cable TV. That's, That's what satellite radio is. We have the one, the only, Steve Crucian, Mr. Gadget. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. This is typical for many companies these days. Your colleagues work at home. Your colleagues are traveling for business. But you need to get everyone together for an important corporate meeting. Well, I have a solution for you, neighbors. Go to Meeting with HD Faces. You see, this way your team can meet face-to-face while online, no matter where in the world they are. And it takes only seconds to set up. You see, Go to Meeting by Citrix allows you to collaborate on files and plans online. And with HD Faces, you just need a webcam to turn your online meetings into a group HD video conference. Of course, you need a computer with HD. We assume you have that. You want to see how easy GoToMeeting with HD Faces is? Well, my listeners can try it free for 30 days. Don't wait for this special offer. Visit GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button. Use the promo code PODCAST. Be sure to use the promo code PODCAST to get that free 30-day trial of GoToMeeting with HD Faces. Have you ever felt like the United States government knows way too much about your financial affairs? I continue to hear stories about property seizures, frozen bank accounts, confiscation of stocks and bonds. It makes me wonder if the U.S. citizen will ever again have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Unfortunately, with the Drug and Money Laundering Act, the IRS Revenue Ruling 6045 of 1984, and the Trading with the Enemy Act and Franklin D. Roosevelt's Executive Order of 1933, some precious metal holdings are subject to government intervention. For this reason, Midas Resources has prepared a report explaining the boundaries of trading precious metals privately. Whether if you have any intention of trading with Midas Resources or not, I have instructed my representatives to give this report out free. Call for your free copy at 1-800-686-2237. When investing, always proceed with caution. Again, call 1-800-686-2237. Exercise your legal right to trade metals privately. 1-800-686-2237. Thomas Jefferson once said, When the people fear their government, there is tyranny. When the government fears the people... 
There is liberty, our God-given right to life and liberty, and the right to determine what is best for our lives and our family's health are in jeopardy. If we the people do not diligently assert these rights, they may be taken away and lost forever. Utopia Silver is known for fighting for health freedom, and we will not meekly allow ourselves to be led as lambs to the slaughter. Sitting passively by and accepting the chains of slavery that are being placed on America is not an option. Please stand with Utopia Silver in this fight. Utopia Silver carries some of the most effective colloidal silver products on the market and numerous other high-quality health supplements. Visit us today at utopiasilver.com. That's U-T-O-P-I-A, utopiasilver.com. Or call us today at 1-888-213-4338. Hey, meat eaters. The freeze-dry guy wants to know, does your emergency food supply meet the standards for survival? Then get the 144-day meat variety unit from the freeze-dry guy. Our meat units utilize only quality Mountain House freeze-dried cooked ground chicken and ground beef, the undisputed choice for great taste and highest nutrition. The Freeze-Dry Guy's 144-day meat variety unit includes six number 10 cans of the very best freeze-dried animal protein for power you'll need when the going gets tough. Every meat eater's 144-day meat variety unit comes with a free medical kit and always free shipping to the lower 48. Need more than 144 days? See our one-year-plus meat eater's units at freezedryguy.com. And hey, the freeze-dry guy still has LRP rations, but they're going fast. Don't wait until tomorrow. Call now, 866-404-3663. That's 866-404-3663. Or go to freezedryguy.com and meet the standards for survival. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow night owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. Steve Crucian, Mr. Gadget, joining us. He's now a published author with a real book out there telling you how to buy all the gear. We were talking about buying radios before we switch for a brief break. And he mentioned he's not a big fan of satellite radio. I am. I think I like the fact that with satellite radio, if you travel around the country or even from one state to the next, you get the same station. You always get pretty good quality, except for a few places where satellite radio doesn't work. But there you go. All right. Picking a TV set. So I don't just go to Best Buy or Sam's Club or something and say, I'll take that. There are 10 zillion models of TV set. That's and right. it seems they're more the same than different. So what are the differences other than maybe a high-end model has a slightly better picture? Right. As I cover in, in my book, my Consumer Tech Guide, we talk about TVs as a commodity. But first and foremost, and this is a topic you and I have covered several times before, I'm not a fan of LCD slash LED because there's no such thing as an LED TV. I am a fan of plasma. The picture is superior, and currently you can get plasma sets for less than you can get some fancy highfalutin LED backlit uh, LCD set. picture is much better, and you have a very wide angle from which to watch the set. You don't have to worry about it. Uh, you know, you stand up and you're at the wrong angle and the picture is not good or you go wide, you know, off, off from center 
and the picture looks crappy. Well, not with plasma. And they have energy-efficient plasma sets today, many of which are close to being as efficient as LCD. But my contention is I'm okay with paying 20 or 30 or $40 even a year more for electricity so that I have the better picture because the picture just pops with most plasma. And we talk about um, the manufacturers of which there are only a few that offer plasma sets. And some of the basic criteria are those that are available with uh, an internet connection, uh, preferably uh, an ethernet connection, but there are Wi-Fi dongles that can be had because you have to get on the internet with these, with these sets. Most of the new ones come with that. Some don't, but that's important. Having three or four HDMI connections is good. And people say, well, what do I need that many for? Well, let's count them out. You have a, a satellite or set-top box of some sort. That's one. Number one. You, number yep. one. We should do it with an echo. Number two. That's right. Number two, you may have a video game system or two. You may have a, a video camera or even a still camera that does video and has HDMI out. You want to be able to watch that on your TV. And uh, you might even have a, a, a Roku box or some other set-top box with additional services uh, that I like better than many of the sets that have these apps built in. I like the idea that it's separate. And that's, so that's already four inputs. Okay, so um, and you haven't even mentioned the Blu-ray player. Exactly, and that's my point. And I haven't even mentioned Blu-ray. Now, so, I have a quick question to ask you. Sure. Are there HDMI breakout boxes where you can get more ports, or is that not capable or possible? It's possible, but it, there you get additional expense. And generally speaking, you only need your, your set-top box plugged in all the time and maybe a Roku. If you're not, and whenever you watch uh, a, a Blu-ray disc, then hook that one up. You know, otherwise, you can leave it unplugged. Now, my so, situation is just a Blu-ray player, the set-top box, the Apple TV. So I got three on my Panasonic. Big question mm-hmm. here is, okay, we understand, I agree with you, you know, you're sold me on plasma. I think plasma is much better, especially the vertical situation. You know, if you look at the horizontal angle mm-hmm. on LCD, it's not bad. You stand up, the picture starts fading really fast. And the contrast ratio isn't there, no, it's so not. you don't and, have good okay. blacks. So why is it that there's so many more LCD models available, so many more are sold than plasma? It's all about marketing and it's all about availability. The companies, I guess, I mean, they really don't care what you like and what you don't like. They care about making money. It's nice if they can meet your need uh, the way you want it, not the way they tell you you want it. But it's all about making money. And I think it's, it's less expensive to provide an LCD and an easier upsell to an LED or some fancy set than plasma, where perhaps the margins are not as great. That can be the only reason. It's always about the bottom line for manufacturers, and don't you ever forget it. Now, let's just take a look at a few things about TVs. We have 3D television. Now, yep. I know that the price of 3D has reached a point where you get anything but the entry level. It's 3D. But you've got right. four options maybe to buy four or five movies on your 3D Blu-ray player, because you need a 3D Blu-ray player. Maybe right. DirecTV or Dish Network offers one or two 3D movies. That's it. Why buy right. 3D? And so, and so does so do some of the cable systems. Well, because they're pushing for more and more and more. And I look at it this way. I was given an education by Gary Merson, HD guru, who is a curmudgeonly fellow. Nice fellow. Been friend for years. Some people love him. Some people hate him. 
I like Gary, but he clued me in when I said, what about, you know, why bother with, with 3D? And he said, Steve, think of it as a feature, nothing more. It's a feature. You can choose to use it. You can choose not to use it. But if you can find the set that you want and it happens to have 3D capabilities, big deal. You don't, nobody's holding a gun to your head to use it. And that's and that makes perfect sense. And I appreciated Gary's comments, which I reference in in my book as well. It's just a feature. I don't care for it. And and another thing that people need to remember when you get a 3D TV, a lot of people, myself included, I I like watching TV not just always vertical, but maybe lying down on the couch or in you know in an easy chair or something, just flipping over. The problem is if you're not sitting upright, so your eyes are horizontal to the floor looking at the set, you you can't watch 3D that way. It has to be, you have to be sitting up. So if you want to watch it laying down, forget it. It cannot happen. The technology isn't there. Narrow viewing angle, even on plasma, you still have to be. Yes, but I will, sure. I will say one thing that Gary pointed out that, that is also important. The sets that are 3D capable for plasma and even for LCD, they generally have better 2D on them as well. Now, some of these sets also give you the option of simulating 3D with a 2D picture. Uh, I hear you don't have to tell me dreadful. anymore. Yeah, I think that expresses it. You right know, there. you you can't fake it on these things. It's just like with sound. You you can't fake a really good home theater, which isn't expensive, with all of these matrix things. They're okay, but once you've heard the real thing and spent four or five hundred dollars, maybe to get a good and decent uh, home theater in a box system, as they call it, which is the you know the center speaker, both right and left front, and the pair of rears. So you just have a, a plain old 5.1 system. Once you've heard that, oh my, it's, it's heaven. It's great, but not for everybody. So that's why they have all these options. They have these... Some people just don't care. 2.1 systems like Bose makes them. They give you a faux... Right surround sound kind of effect. It's okay. It's mm-hmm. kind of sort of there. A lot of TV sets and their built-in sound systems have it too. Don't expect miracles. Yep. I think part of it is putting the wiring and the speakers in the rear. You have some wireless rear speakers. I guess the question is mm-hmm. whether those are any good or not. Eh, some, are, some are okay. And again, it's better than nothing. And so long as you don't have interference and it works for you, it's great. But look at the cost as well. We have Steve Crucian. Mr. Gadget on the Tech Night Owl Live. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. If you want to get your website online and you need reliable service, first-class service at the lowest possible price, there's only one place to go. Well, DreamHost has a special promotion with our show where they'll offer you unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, one-click web apps such as WordPress, 24-7 support. You can save over $55. You want to know how? Go to DreamHost.com slash radio, DreamHost.com slash radio. Whether it's personal mail, whether it's business email, you want reliable, dependable delivery, freedom from spam, freedom from viruses. Well, Polaris Mail offers professional email hosting services for your personal or small business use. Each account uses 25 gigabytes of storage, an easy-to-use webmail interface, and full mobile sync. 
Sign up today for a 30-day free trial at PolarisMail.com, PolarisMail.com. We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over six years and serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey Guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. The Berkey Light Systems include a set of self-sterilizing and recleanable black purification elements that purify water by removing chlorine, pathogenic bacteria, cysts and parasites to non-detectable levels and remove harmful chemicals such as herbicides and pesticides. Order the Berkey Light System today complete with two black Berkey elements for only $231 and the Berkey guy will ship your order free of charge. With the purchase of a Berkey light, the Berkey guy is also offering a set of fluoride and arsenic filters for only $39.99. That's over 30% off the retail price. Call the Berkey guy at 1-877-886-3653. That's 1-877-886-3653. Or order online at GoBerkey.com. That's GoBerkey.com today. Healthy soils grow healthy plants. So before you plant your survival garden this year, is your soil healthy? Maximize your crisis garden soil with EM1 from Terraganics. EM1 organic soil conditioner, fertilizer amendment, and compost accelerant provides healthier gardens and faster, efficient garden composting. EM1 from Terraganics.com quickly improves soil structure by increasing nutrient availability and converting organic matter into soil humus. This improves seed germination and root growth, improves plant quality, size, color, flavor, nutrient value of fruits and vegetables and improves shelf life. And when rain is not in the forecast, no worries. EM1 improves moisture retention in soils, helping reduce drought stress. Just like you prepare all else, prepare your crisis garden for maximum yields with EM1 from Terraganics.com. Order now at T-E-R-A-G-A-N-I-X.com or call toll-free 866-369-3678. That's 866-369-3678. Terraganics, life's getting better. For a long time, you've heard me talk about building your own food supply with eFoods Direct. As a listener, you know why you need to have a supply of the best storable food on the planet. Every day, we document the attempts to take control of our lives. But there's one thing we can all control. Your greatest dependency, food. eFoods Direct products are made with only the best ingredients and none of the trash and contaminants like trans fats, GMOs, or MSG. This food is nutrient-dense and tastes great. It's simple to make, portable, and has a shelf life of up to 25 years. Now with eFoods Direct, you'll get the most affordable, best-tasting food you can buy. And the new products and pricing will blow you away. Compared to other food sources, including home-cooked meals, you can cut your food cost in half. You just can't afford to ignore this. Call 800-409-5633 or go to eFoodsDirect.com forward slash Alex for specials. Don't let this offer pass you by. Call 800-409-5633 or eFoodsDirect.com forward slash Alex. More of the best for less guaranteed. Live with Gene Steinberg. It's the Tech Night Owl. Because you never know what's going to happen next. And when we have Steve Krush and Mr. Gadget, he's got so much gear that he's exploring that you really never know what's going to happen in terms of the stuff that he's going to provide. Now, looking at TV, you have these new technologies that they're talking about, OLED screens, which are very expensive. They're supposed to be so thin that you can almost roll them up. Is that going to happen in the next 10 years? Oh, God only knows. But it is good. There are many advantages to it. Price not being one of them, uh, the price is going to come down. 
So if that's what floats your boat and you want and you want the latest in tech and you don't mind spending a lot of money for it, then it's great. It's really cool. They're just th- they're paper thin because the display actually is paper thin. It's and, a printed media. And this is the kind of picture that's even better than plasma. Uh, it has some advantage. I'm not sure I would say that it is better in every respect, but it's right on up there. And there, and unfortunately, there haven't been any really big sets in OLED so that they can do a really good comparison size for size. So, and when they do, they'll be $10,000. Uh, perhaps that, maybe even more. I don't know. But for now, go with plasma, folks. That's the way to go. Okay. The other Apple TV, all the speculation about Apple producing a smart TV set because of this offhanded line that Steve Jobs made in the book that Walter Isaacson wrote. Now, Mm -hmm. I kind of have this opinion that Steve Jobs did that because he figured he didn't have too much longer on this planet and that when he was gone, people would be having fun or be freaked, depending on your point of view. Right. (laughs) to basically talk about what he was going to do. I mean, we have, for example, over at the Consumer Electronics Show, Lenovo, who makes pretty good Windows notebook computers. Mm-hmm. Well, they're building a smart TV. Who could have thunk it? I think really? the freak-out factor. I'm yep. sort of doubtful Apple would do it because most of what they could do, unless they come up with new picture technology, could be done in a souped-up Apple TV set-top box. Uh, That's true, but I think that there's a lot of value and mileage to be had from anything that is Apple-branded just because of the continuity within the Apple ecosystem. And there are many millions of Apple devotees, so I wouldn't put it past them, but I have absolutely no idea if this is true or not. Absolutely none. Of course not. He doesn't call Mr. Gadget Tim Cook. No. We're kind of yeah, hoping I, that, you know, he'll call Mr. Gadget and, and Steve can say, hey, Tim, what's the scoop on yeah. this Apple Smart TV? Yeah, exactly. And before we get too far afield, I just wanted to mention some of the other content in the Mr. Gadget Consumer Tech Guide. Sure. Now available at Amazon with a link to my website, from my website, mrgadget.com. But I have a chapter on computers, on printers, on backup, computer backup. So, so very important. The hands-free idea of phones and a superior way to do it from the Bluetooth that we all know and maybe not, don't love. Home phone service, replacement batteries, talk about vacuums. And we mentioned household knives and knife sharpening, talk about flashlights, LED lighting, portable power. So these are boxes that you can use to jumpstart your car or to power small devices for a long time. But these are just, there's one that is a cut above all others. I talk about things for your automotive windshield. We've talked about this before. Aquapel got to be on everybody's windshield because it makes the water just run off. It's it's amazing. It's not Rain-X. It's Rain-X that it, the way Rain-X wishes their product was. And we also have a chapter. Would you go back on that one because it's been a long time since we talked about this. So okay. what's involved? Do you have to spray it on your car's windshield no, or what? No. What you do is you, you thoroughly clean your window like, You've never done it before, breaking out the either the SOS or the Brillo. I don't remember which one doesn't rust. Or call but, the local shop that does the car detailing and say, do it right. Well, no, you can do it. Believe me, it's really easy to do. But once you've got it pristine and clean, then you you have your Aquapel, which comes in little snap to open. Uh, there's a bulb inside, like an ammonia inhaler. You squeeze the bulb. But there are little wings. You squeeze the wings. It it, it opens the, the uh, glass piece inside and lets the 
Aquapel flow, and then there's a, a felt-like applicator, and you just follow the instructions, just go up and down and back and forth. It's really best with two people, up and down and back and forth, both sides, up and down and up and down. And when it's thoroughly covered and it won't drip down, then you take a, a soft, dry cloth or even some, some paper towels and start wiping, wiping, wiping till it's all gone and basically buffed clean. And from then on for six months, eight months, even a year, depends on your environment. When you are in rain, let's say, driving on the freeway at 50 to 60 miles an hour, you don't need your windshield wipers. I want you to use them, but you don't need them. That's how good this product is and it stays that way. And if you're in, like in Arizona, you drive through the desert, doesn't rain very much, but boy, you hit a lot of bugs, don't you? They really bug me, I'll tell you. Yeah, that's right. But with Aquapel, the bugs don't stick as well. And so they come off a lot more easily. So that's another benefit. It makes your wipers, whether you're using them for washing, your, you know, spritzing and washing your windshield or you're in rain, it makes your windshield wipers more efficient because they're not working as hard. They're, they're on a slippery uh, medium now on your windshield. And so your, your wipers are more efficient, they last longer, and uh, as I said, when you're at, at certain speeds, you can turn them off. And I've been in driving rainstorms. I mean just buckets and buckets and buckets on the freeway, and I turn my wipers off because the water blows off, and I've done it for mile after mile after mile just to see. And it's very long-lasting, and they're eh, like four, four and a quarter. You find them on, on Amazon and on eBay in quantity. My advice is to buy whatever quantity, ten, you know, 12 or 24 and share them with your friends, relatives, even people you don't like. Just make them pay uh, because this stuff is that good and it should be on every windshield. Just like I talk about in my flashlight chapter that the Photon flashlights from Laughing Rabbit Incorporated, LRI Incorporated. Uh, it's like Bugs Bunny go, laughing. That's okay. right. So just go I can't to do that laugh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. And I have yeah. to pick up a recording of the late Mel Blanc doing the Bugs Bunny laugh. Go. That's it. There you go. But but one of these should be in every person's pocket because they're indispensable and they're inexpensive too, from nine to twelve dollars depending on which model you get. And they even have a new one, the Photon Proton, which is I think around seventy dollars, but it is singularly excellent. It's really tiny, lightweight, uses one lithium ion battery or any other type, double A, uh longest lasting with the lithium. And it's a thousand, you know, a thousand you know, candle power, so to speak, thousand lumens. And it's amazing. And it has different multiple, multiple modes that allow you to, to dim it and brighten it and go into an SOS mode and a, and a bright, uh, you know, really fast flashing mode to disorient folks. And it even has a red led that you can switch to so that for night driving and night duties, you can turn that on. It's very efficient and can even get flashing modes in that. And, and red is just terrific when you're in a restaurant or in a theater. Red is great because it, it's unobtrusive. So if you want to and, read while you're watching yeah. The Avengers, you don't yeah, like or, action you know, films, but maybe your wife or your children do. And or, or perhaps while you're, while you're texting, while you're driving, you want a little more well, light. Of course, you know? if I want to really get arrested or get into a crash. That's right. That's right. At least I have the light to show me the way That's right. to my destruction. That's right. Right, but I've got lots of other ideas on flashlights, and I even have a chapter on travel tech essentials. It really covers soup to nuts, all the things I know and love, some of which I've sort of figured out myself, and with summer coming, that chapter alone will save a lot of grief and save a lot of money for any any reader and follower of Mr. Gadget. And the last chapter 
is on hydration. I talk about uh, water bottles, the best of. There are a lot of crappy ones out there, and there's some really excellent ones that most people don't know about in the book. The next book is going to cover more in the area of, of housewares, kitchen gadgets and things than, than anything else. And there are great va- there's great value and great bargains out there for things that will last a lifetime. And more. Buy the book. He's trying so, to tell you to buy the book because it sounds like a great book. I'm waiting yeah. for my autograph copy that he says is in the mail. Now, yeah. here's a scenario I'm going to paint, and you have an answer to it over at the MRGadget.com website. My son is traveling from Spain back home. Mm-hmm. He has a cell phone. And this is a situation right. that works in almost anywhere where if you don't plan in ahead in advance, you can go broke. Solidly broken, right. bankrupt with your cell phone bill. We have Steve Krush and Mr. Gadget on the Tech Night Owl Live. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter, and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that, too, in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs convert from so many formats i can't even list them download now to see if graphic converter is good for you like one and a half million other users guess what you could save money when you buy graphic converter use the coupon code night owl use the coupon code night owl to get a special price for graphic converter go to lemkesoft.com that's l-e-m-k-e soft.com lemkesoft.com l-e-m-k-e soft.com Iodine protection packs from HempUSA.org are now in stock for immediate delivery worldwide. Our iodine protection packs include micro plant powder, green life kelp, red palm oil, and our clear roll-on iodine that will feed the body the iodine it needs. All iodine protection packs are in stock, save you money, and ship for free in all 50 states. Visit HempUSA.org or call 908-691-2608 today. HempUSA.org has a revolutionary wonder food for detoxing the body and rebuilding the immune system. Microplant powder can help unclog arteries and soften heart valves while removing heavy metals, virus, fungus, bacteria, and parasites. Plus, it cleans and purifies the blood, lungs, stomach, and colon. Keep your body clean with Microplant powder. Visit us at HempUSA.org or call 908-691-2608 today. Attention, information in this one-minute message could save your life. Don't wait for the next emergency to happen. Act now to be prepared. Now, more than ever, civilians and communities must communicate with family, friends, and neighbors in the event of civil unrest, natural disasters, or other emergencies. That's why there's CivilDispatch.com. CivilDispatch.com is a universal system that can be used for a wide array of urgent notification alerts. Weather emergencies, civil unrest, emergency responders, amber alerts, school or business closings, any need-to-know situation. CivilDispatch.com is an emergency dispatch communication system, allowing anyone to quickly and easily send and instantaneously track emergency email and text alert notifications. CivilDispatch.com gives you the power of enterprise alerting without the enterprise cost. 
Don't find yourself unprepared. Learn more and become a member at CivilDispatch.com. That's CivilDispatch.com. Civilian Emergency Dispatch System. Peace through preparedness. You don't need to be a bodybuilder to benefit from whey protein. Besides building muscle, whey protein supports glutathione production, your body's number one antioxidant and detoxifier, helps with weight loss, and may help with strength, energy, youthful appearance, and a healthier libido. Why is it that no one is reporting these broad-spectrum benefits from typical whey protein powders? Because all but one of them are damaged by heat, filtration, or chemicals. Fresh liquid whey has been used for hundreds of years to restore health to the sick and youth to the aged. One World Whey is a brand new protein powder that retains the broad-spectrum health-giving benefits of fresh raw whey. Hundreds of people have reported tremendous improvements in all aspects of health. Kids and adults love the flavor and the effects. Call 888-988-3325. Mention coupon code KNOCKOUT and you'll receive a free tube of knockout pain cream with your order, which eliminates soft tissue pain in 10 minutes for 90% of users. Call 888-988-3325 or visit OneWorldWay.com. That's OneWorldWhey.com. Do you know what's going to happen next? Well, here's the Tech Night Owl, live with Gene Steinberg. We have Steve Krush and Mr. Gadget, and we're going to confront this conundrum. Now, think of it this way. We can communicate around the world for free by Skype. We can place phone calls to people around the world for a couple of pennies. Okay? We have place like phone power that Steve and I both know about, and you can call Spain for 1.1 cents a minute after and you use you can it. Do it from, you can also do it from your iPhone with a phone power app. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely a great company. Both Steve and I recommend them. They're not an advertiser on my show. I've been using them for a couple of years. Okay, so now you have a mobile phone, yep. and you want to travel abroad, or you live abroad and want to come to the United States. Mm-hmm. You can go broke if you don't do a little planning that's right. Need to do a lot of planning, not a little. Tell us what's going on. Well, there's a, an article called Read These Tips for Using Your Cell Phone Overseas on my website. And it's a May 10th dated article. And, it, and the information is provided by our friends at Telestial, which is a, an international SIM card provider. And uh, it ta- we talk about purchasing a prepaid SIM card, knowing your carrier, get free calls on your mobile phone. And invest in an unlocked GSM phone and beware of Skype overseas. You got to be careful because you can, if you're roaming on your network and you're using Skype overseas, you could get in trouble with a lot of expense. And we talk about don't upload your vacation pictures while roaming on smartphones. Purchase an international charger adapter if necessary. And one more thing that I add to make free calls to any US or Canada cell phone and landline while traveling internationally. And that is with, with apps like uh, NetTalk for the iOS, BlackBerry, Windows, and Android phones, and also the Magic Jack app, which is uh, totally free. You don't have to be a Magic Jack subscriber, Magic Jack user, but you can make free calls once you have the app installed here in the U.S. When you're overseas and you're on Wi-Fi, you can make calls. You can't receive calls with that app because you don't have an incoming number, but that's a, it's just a great way to go and virtually free. No, actually free. Tricks of the trade, ways of saving money. Now, part of the issues, of course, say, for example, you have an iPhone, as mm-hmm. Steve and I do. Steve is talking to us on Skype with his iPhone. 
But right. if he travels overseas with that iPhone... I keep the phone off. Just use Wi-Fi. You can't run the phone. The reason you can't is because the carriers in the United States, like AT&T and Verizon Wireless especially, maybe not so much with Sprint, although the phone is the wrong format, CDMA, the key here is that with an AT&T phone, for example, it's GSM, it's compatible in Europe, but they won't unlock it, AT&T. Well, they will that, only that, unlock that is, that it if your right. contract is up. Right. If your contract is up, they will unlock it. But uh, that means you probably have a 3GS that has gone off contract. I don't think you, there's been anything around for two years or more than that. I would think, which would strike me as logical, but then companies are not logical. Listen to the logic. They have a deal. And you say, look, I'm traveling overseas for two weeks. And they will set up a program to temporarily unlock your phone for two weeks. I don't know how the mechanism yeah, works. Unlock yeah, it for two really weeks, smart. let you use sure. the foreign SIM from the shop overseas, or maybe even sell you one, earn a commission, and when you come back, your phone is locked. Why can't that they ma- do that? Why do they have to be so stupid? Because it makes too much sense. Yes. It makes too much sense. They're, well, they're not in the business of making sense. They're in the business, like I keep hammering home, of making money. But wouldn't they, in the end, make more money if they don't piss off their customers? If customers know there was an affordable way... To use their iPhone overseas, not have to break the contract, not have to jailbreak it, in an affordable way, they would use it more and they would end up making more money for the company. I think they make more money with people who can't afford it or otherwise just pay for it using their their phone overseas and not unlocking it and just using – just roaming. I think they make more money. Yeah, they make more money if you – roam on their network overseas, so why should they encourage you to spend less? Why should they make it easy for you to spend less? Doesn't That doesn't make sense. Well, you have to look at volume. Maybe it would make more sense if the wireless carriers around the world had some kind of joint roaming agreement so you could do this and make it warm and fuzzy. But yeah, as you say, they're greedy so-and-sos. It's not going to happen, Gene. I just I can't imagine it happening because it's too consumer-friendly, and I guarantee you that, that if they thought they could make more money doing it that way, they would. But I know I know so many people that roam using their iPhones when they're overseas and they get $200, $300, $500 bills and their business pays for it or they just pay for it out of pocket because they don't want the hassle. They want the continuity with their, with their regular phone number. They just want to be able to use their phone wherever they are as they, as they are comfortable in all respects. And that's it. And so it, trust me. Again, it's all about the dollar, and if AT&T thought they would make more doing it the other way, they would. But it's only people who don't want to spend the money who would want this, and that's contrary to their business model. That's just my opinion, but it, that, that makes sense to me, knowing that, first and foremost, it's all about the dollar. It's never about the consumer, no matter how they talk about it. It just isn't. That's true with Apple, and, and, too. If and, Apple wasn't making money from iPhones, you think you get an iPhone. They'd be doing something yeah, else. That's right. And if you, and if you had a, a business of manufacturing or selling or whatever it was, you'd want to maximize the profit for you or if you were a corporate entity for your shareholders. Or you'd get severely chastised. Speaking of someone being severely chastised, you have to think the leadership – over at HP must be severely chastised. They're going to cut, what, 27,000 people off their roles in the next couple of years. So as someone who has watched the tech industry for a long time, I'm going to ask you about this. HP makes good stuff. 
They make great they printers. Do. I have one of the HP multifunction printers here right now that I'm reviewing. It's a very good printer, very fast. I understand the costs per page for the ink is not that high. Okay, but HP, they can't figure out how to organize that corporation to make consistent profits, consistent sales, without having to ditch 8% of the company's employee roles. And remember, they were going to sell outright their PC division. Well, they're not making any money from PCs, and part of the reason is because the PC industry, other than Apple, has been rushing to the bottom. Cheaper, cheaper, cheaper. We want to produce PCs for $300. It's okay if you make $2 from each unit sold, but it's $300. But And think about this. With printers, it is recurring profit for inkjet printers because people are going to tend to buy the HP ink instead of the knockoffs, which frankly, I find are just fine. And the same with, with toner. I don't buy OEM toner or OEM ink and haven't for years. But then again, my preferred brand in printers is, uh, is, is Brother. Now, I actually had yeah. a Brother multifunction laser here, and it was a great printer. And the toner from Brother is not that expensive. I mean, if you look online and you do some careful shopping, you find that you can get a really good buy. You can pay, like, you know, one-third off or something. But I did buy... For $75, four toner cartridges, instead of paying like 60 to $70 each, $75, mm-hmm. these are refills, and they were pretty decent. One didn't work properly, and the fellow I bought it from, somebody who's an eBay dealer, he sent me another one. No questions asked with a return envelope. The quality right. was mostly fairly good, okay? The color mm-hmm. wasn't quite as good as the OEM but then it was so much cheaper, and then of course I'm not keeping that right. anyway. It went back to brother, so yeah. But I'm but I'm talking about black and white laser sure. as the workhorse. Sure. Well, black and, and white and I, laser, have, you don't really yeah, have the situation with refill toner. When you get the color, there's always a right. quality issue. I I agree. If it's if it's laser color, then yes, you do have some issues. Then it's more expensive. But I I advise people to get color and use color only when they need it. And if that's if they don't have a lot of use for it, a lot of need, then buy a fifty dollar, hundred dollar printer. And uh, when it runs out of ink, look at how look and see how much the ink is, and versus a new printer. Um, Boy, a lot of printers and, have to be recycled. You know what printer I thought was really good? There was a Samsung laser printer for about one hundred fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. fast. My old brother has equivalent printers. We're talking about you get oh, these printers one hundred fifty dollars. And they're better in terms of print quality and speed than the $2,000 laser printer you bought 20 years ago. Oh, heck yes. And I, I mean, the, the, the 2000 series, the HL2000 series from Brother, including their wireless model, to, I don't remember what the current one is. It's like 27 pages per minute and wireless. And, you know, what's, what's wrong with that? It's, everybody can print to it. You can plug it into the network if you want. And uh, it's just, it's a, a real workhorse. And you don't need color cheap. for everything. Oh, you don't need color for most things. You may want it, but you don't need it. And the other thing is on some of the higher level, more office-oriented brother all-in-ones or even standalones, they, they have available a high-capacity toner cartridge that is good for 8,000 pages. I'll tell you what, we're going to suffer 8,000 cuts if we don't break right now. We have Steve Crucian, Mr. Gadget, on the Tech Night Owl Live. America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. 
We are the GCN Radio Network. Hi, Ted Anderson announcing a great way to listen to radio on the telephone. By calling 760-569-7700, you'll be hearing GCNlive.com programs in seconds. Come to GCNlive.com, find your favorite host's dedicated phone number, and hear them 24-7. You heard me right, every show has a dedicated phone number. Stop by GCNlive.com and bookmark their number today. And again, that's 760-569-7700. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We have Steve Crucian, Mr. Gadget, newly minted author. And we're covering all sorts of topics about tech gear. We covered, of course, printers, HP's problems briefly, which is they make great products, but they have no corporate direction. They can't figure out what to do or how to do it. And Meg Whitman, who's the current CEO, she may have done well at eBay. Of course, she was at eBay when they bought Skype, which wasn't such a good decision. So maybe she isn't doing well. I don't see the vision. But this whole thing, of course, is when you're building PCs, you want to make them as cheap as possible. Apple has shown the way that that's not a good thing. And a fast question before we go on to some other gadget articles and stuff you did. Windows 8, have you played with it yet, Steve? Very briefly. And I like to wait until things are more fully formed because so much can happen between when people when it's available for people to play with in, in beta than the final version. Maybe one or two iterations before the final version, it's pretty stable. But so many people have negative things to say, wish lists and all that stuff, and it can be a turnoff. I'll give it to me when, when it's ready. The one thing I read that troubled me the other day is that they're going to dump the Arrow interface, which debuted with Windows Vista and is in use in Windows 7. So you kind that's, of that's left nice with, eye candy, isn't it? What you're left with less options if you don't like Metro. You don't like Metro, right? What do you do? You're a business, and you don't want to have to retrain your customers, and you want to keep the latest and greatest operating system for security and performance. And now you've got Metro, and you've got Windows 8. Yep. So you keep it with, look how many millions and millions and millions of customers are still using XP. They bypass Vista. Now they're gravitating somewhat toward Windows 7, which I kind of like. But Windows 8, who knows? I don't want to be in the business of, of second guessing. And there are so many people with so many differing opinions about Windows 8, although most of them are positive. The fact is that when it's fully formed, ready to go out the door and available, that's when it matters because that's when you and I, well, maybe not you and I, but that's when the, the average consumer is going to either have it on their brand new computer or will be thinking about upgrading. And corporate America will do the same, probably waiting, not right away to go to eight because they know historically, don't do that. You're going to rue the day. There will be some things, some hidden gotcha, and you don't want to do that. And some consumers, exactly the same. But then there are others who say, oh, i got to have it now, and they just live with the problems until they start fixing things. And it's only when it gets into the consumer's hands that other things are found that never come up in the beta phase. And you know it, 
and I know it, and they know it, and they're scratching their heads and scrambling. It even happened with uh, with with Apple and and the newest version, the newest uh, operating system called Lion. Now it started at ten point seven, and now we're up to ten point seven point three. Actually, ten point seven point four or four. Excuse me. Yes, you're right. Sure, just had that. And they had so, some teething pains. Some people didn't like the iOS integration. Now I have to say, in all fairness, with Mountain Lion. Apple has smoothed the transition a lot better. Mm-hmm. You know, we Absolutely. can say anything about Mountain Lion, those of us who have used betas, that's mm-hmm. on Apple's website. Otherwise, it will have to be mass murders because we can't say anything. But right now, it's moving along pretty well. Yeah. Let's move into a couple more topics before we let you go, Steve Crucian, and Mr. Gadget. The hey, I've band- got some other news. You do? Tell me. I do. Tell me. So not only am I the author of the Mr. Gadget Consumer Tech Guide, available at Amazon.com with a link from my website at mrgadget.com, but I'm also a columnist in a magazine that used to be known as eGear, that you know, and uh, now it's called Technology Tell. Do when tell. I propose, yes, and when I propose to them that they've got enough people writing reviews and other things, I want to I be a little contrary, perhaps, to some of the ideas. I want to sort of do my own thing and cautionary tales and things and they said wow we really hadn't thought about that yeah do it they gave me free reign and the the next issue coming out in just a few weeks here online at uh, technologytel.com free digital subscriptions are available but i'm going to talk about the problem with people bitching and moaning basically about battery life on their smartphones i'm tired of hearing it and just deal with it in a couple of different ways, which I go into in my article. Now, of course, we've discussed this, of course, with Avram Pilch of Laptop Magazine. We won't get into that here, but certainly we look forward to the article. Yes, and in each issue, there will be some other something that I figure out and I want to rant about or help or whatever comes to mind, and they are giving me free reign to do that, which I very much appreciate. Now, here's an article you wrote, which may be in that vein that's over at the MRGadget.com website. And I want to talk about this mm-hmm. because we've mentioned it. We talk about streaming video content, streaming radio, mm-hmm. especially video, Netflix and Hulu and all that, and whether Apple mm-hmm. might have a subscription TV service where they're streaming. But now we have the bandwidth showdown. What yes. the heck is the bandwidth showdown? Oh, we've been encouraged for years to jump on the bandwagon and look at all these great things you can do but it all requires bandwidth. You want high def? You want to stream high def? Fantastic. But you've got to have bandwidth. So we have the, the conundrum is we have the companies advertising high-speed internet for as little as twelve ninety five or fourteen ninety five, which is great, but high-speed, it's high-speed compared to dial-up, but it's 768K service, not even a, a megabyte down, and up it's 128K. You can't do stuff with... With that little amount of bandwidth. You can barely do Skype. You can barely do phone power because phone power at their high-quality setting is probably 128K. They have a 64K option if you're bandwidth Mm -hmm. challenged. But if you were to use, for example, phone power, any Internet phone provider, Magic Jack even, anything that depends on the Internet, what's going to happen is you'll use up half your bandwidth talking. Yeah, you need at least three down and, and one up. At least, and those services, those those are generally not too expensive unless you get them from cable. I'm fortunate to live where I get FiOS, so for forty five bucks, I get I get twenty five up and twenty five down. But it actually is more than that. It's thirty down or thirty one down and twenty five up, which is incredible. And when you have fiber optics like that, I don't care what time of day 
or what day of the week it is, that bandwidth is consistent. And you know and I know and our listeners know that when you have cable, I don't care how high it is. Well, maybe not at the highest, but the typical high speed for them is 15 down and two up. I have 55 down and five up, but it costs a lot. Yeah, five up. What's that? But and, and, and that's for, through cable provider? That's through Cox Communications, yes. Yeah, and you pay a pretty penny for that, you too. You don't want to know what I have to pay, and I have to do it. It's, it's right, and it's more than the $45 I pay from Verizon. But Verizon's and, not coming here to Phoenix. I know. And the other thing is you suffer at various times of the day on certain days, and maybe every day, when everybody's jumping on the, the Internet because it's shared bandwidth. It's not so you bad. You don't get a home. It's not so bad. It's pretty consistent. I think there's – Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. It depends on how many units or are customers on are on that node. Node being like a specific section of users. Right. And they're fairly good about splitting nodes when they have to. But the other issue I guess it has to be addressed is not just getting the performance you need, especially if you want, for example, to get high-definition video, where like for an Apple TV you want 8 megabits down minimum for their 1080p high-definition video, and other mm-hmm. services will be comparable. Okay, what about the bandwidth cap? Yeah, this is the real thing. serious problem because it is a time bomb, a ticking time bomb, and we think about that's you can all use... Talk, that's why I Sure, and you think about what you're getting with your wireless provider, which is pitiful, you think you're getting unlimited with your cable ISP, but it's not unlimited. It might be, and it might not. It is with for, with FiOS because they have bandwidth to spare, but it's not with with most of your cable companies. They're going to look and see, geez, this guy's been, I don't know what he's been doing, maybe online playing games or he's running a server out of his house and business, and we don't want him doing that. So after you do about five gigabytes maybe, they're going to start uh, throttling you. They're going to say, well, it's high speed up to that, I mean, the highest speed possible of which you are capable actually they have posted that limits point. in some places it's not so bad that's right comcast is 200 gigabytes you say 200 that's mm-hmm. a lot yeah but now download you know some high definition movies why don't you watch or start streaming netflix why don't you start watching netflix in high definition every day for two hours and see how fast you use up that bandwidth oh absolutely absolutely and for me I've got a, a daughter who is uh, who lives in South Africa. Who, by the way, just had a baby. Congratulations so, to your daughter! Thank you. So I'm a, I'm a grandpa times two, a little baby girl. She can't get her TV that she wants over here, so I download it or transfer it from TiVo. I put it on my server at home, which is my Pogo plug. It's my drive attached to my Pogo plug. And with the bandwidth I have, I just put it up there for my son-in-law to download. I'll tell you what, we'll explain more about how this works in a moment with Steve Krush and Mr. Gadget on the Tech Night Out Live. Ray Perkins, a reclusive veteran burned out from the Gulf War, lives tortured by relentless, perplexing nightmares. Nightmares of a horrific battle in deep space and of a mysterious woman suffering in agony for her devastated world. A woman not yet born, calling across centuries to him. Then, a coincidence leads him to his destiny, his chance to alter the universe. Attack! Attack! Of the Rockwell. The former fiction editor for Star Wars and Indiana Jones, Robert Simpson, writes... The soul of the novel Attack of the Rockoids lies in its heart and passion for building a convincing tale of a love that spans a galaxy. A thrilling story. Attack of the Rockoids is available now. Read a sample chapter and get a special discount off of the cover price at our website, rockoids.com. 
That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Attack of the Rockoids, a novel in the grand science fiction tradition. On the average, Americans work between 45 to 50 years hoping to build up enough wealth to retire and live out their golden years. Unfortunately, with taxation, the rising cost of food, energy, housing, and medical, many retirees are forced to live below the poverty line. Is this a flaw free enterprise, or is our monetary unit we call the Federal Reserve Note forcing us into perpetual debt, ensuring inflation and higher taxes? These questions and more can be answered by reading G. Edward Griffin's book, The Creature from Jekyll Island. Congressman Ron Paul states it's what every American needs to know about central bank power. A gripping adventure into the secret world of international banking cartel. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I will give a silver dollar from the early 1900s to anyone who purchases this book. Call 1-800-686-2237 and order a copy today. It's critical that the public be made aware of the system. Call and order your copy today at 1-800-686-2237. That's 1-800-686-2237. Introducing a Diabetes Breakthrough, an easy, natural, organic way to bring relief to diabetics. Introducing MDS Forte, a concentrated super strength extract formulated for those who are looking for relief. What can MDS Forte do for you? MDS Forte reduces glucose levels safely and effectively, reduces cholesterol and triglyceride levels, increases HDL or good cholesterol while reducing LDL or bad cholesterol. MDS Forte reduces A1C, improves eyesight and circulation to the limbs, and helps with weight loss. Is non-toxic, caffeine-free, 100% natural, 100% organic, and comes with a 100% money back guarantee waiting for the side effects disclaimers with mds forte there are none order a 25-day treatment of mds forte by calling 213-405-5355 213-405-5355 or visit bestbloodsupport.com that's bestbloodsupport.com for mds forte a diabetes breakthrough We take a lot for granted. Lights, water, even food we eat. But what if these things went away? Would you know how to protect your family in a natural or man-made disaster? Would you know how to survive? When disaster hits, power and water are gone and the mobs go crazy grabbing food off the shelves. You and your family may be waiting in long lines for help. Don't be helpless. Learn the secrets to survival at 123survivalplan.com. Do you know the 37 crucial food items you can't live without? Many people don't have these food items. Learn what you need to hoard at 123 survivalplan.com recently over 1 million people have viewed the video at 123survivalplan.com these survival secrets are vital the government suggests we maintain an emergency supply of food and water but do you know the 37 food items that will fly off grocery shelves or a simple way to treat unsafe drinking water this information is critical find it now on 123survivalplan.com don't take your family's safety for granted visit 123survivalplan.com that's 123survivalplan.com Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, it's Uncle Gene. Yeah, it's him. That gentleman has joined the Ministry of Silly Bumpers. Yes, indeed. We have Steve Cruz and Mr. Gadget, who is seldom silly, or maybe he is. Yes, And we're I- talking about this setup that you have. You have your daughter? Yes. Who's now mom. One of them. Yeah, and, and let me also brag just a little bit that my youngest daughter just graduated from college 
the last weekend. And what is she majoring in? It has to do with communication and running nonprofits. She graduated from Pitzer College in Claremont, California, a fine institution, and she's going to work a little bit and then go to grad school, we hope, at uh, at USC. Wow. Now, how did your other daughter get to South Africa? Well, the fellow she decided to marry is from there, and that's pretty much it. He came here to marry her. And six days later, they took off. <laughs> Gone. Okay. So you have this set up here, your networking setup. How does that relate to what she has in South Africa? Well, I have my pogo plug. And so my son-in-law also has a pogo plug and a pogo plug account in the software. And what has happened is that I put it on my server for him to pull down. And since my server, my upspeed, which is really what counts in this, is 25 megs up, which is plenty. And in South Africa, they get a crappy three down and one up, maybe four down, one up. I overwhelm him with bandwidth. And so he just sets it to download all the TV shows, let's say overnight at his office. And uh, in the morning, he takes their, when he goes home the next day, he takes the drive and plugs it into their computer or their pogo plug at home where they have less bandwidth and transfers it and then brings a drive back and uh, we do it all over again several times a week they see their favorite shows that way her favorite shows he doesn't know from american tv so uh, what but are her favorite shows let's really oh deal deep here. she let's see what does she like she likes modern family she likes uh Dog the Bounty Hunter, she likes uh, Grey's Anatomy and Private Practice and several others I can't remember at the moment. Sounds like but, a lot of ABC stuff. Uh, yeah, and Glee. Okay, that's Fox. Yeah, and... See, I know about these things, which network yeah. shows are on. I don't know why I know that. It's useless uh, we, knowledge. There's no such do. thing as a network branding for shows anymore. That's right. That's right. And you, Except for and you, slick procedurals like, you know, CSI which, mm-hmm. of course, is on CBS, and this new one, Person of Interest, mm-hmm. which is created by J.J. Abrams and Jonathan Nolan, Jonathan Nolan being the brother of Christopher Nolan, of course, right. who did the Batman and Dark Knight movies and is producing the next Superman movie. Boy, all this trivia. So that sounds mm-hmm. like good. That sounds like fun. But the key here is that if we're going to want to have all this streaming content that's coming to us, mm-hmm. what are the ISPs going to do? Just throttle you or are they got to try and make a deal where okay for know. another twenty dollars a month you get more bandwidth i don't know but I, I another important point that is kind of confusing to most people is we've been talking about the bandwidth that you get from your provider but what about the bandwidth you have the capability for at home and that's where having an n router that is at least 300 megabits capable some of the new ones are 450 so that you can shuttle things between devices inside your home or office. More effective use of what bandwidth you have. And you recommend a brand new model that just came out from the Linksys division of Cisco. And strangely Mm -hmm. enough, you and I have the same router. Uh, The 4200 or the 45? 45. Yes, the 45 is absolutely awesome. It has the longest range that I I know about. It has the, it's the most powerful, easy to set up as are all of the Linksys of the current generation. It has, uh, you know, guest access, so you can not have to worry about allowing guests to get on your network and get into your stuff. Uh, it also has a, a port, so you can plug in a, a drive, a network drive, a networked drive at your 
uh, router, so you can do a server that way or or do backups that way. There are many many options, and it's it's just awesome. It's one hundred seventy nine dollars online. In my particular situation, I have. Uh, set up here where there's a lot of metal in the walls and I put one of the Cisco Linksys extenders on the RE1000 mm-hmm. I believe it is mm-hmm. and I forgot how much that it's is about $100 or so it's right. worth it because this way you could be sitting in say your master bedroom could be 50 100 feet away still get a full signal get the maximum right. bandwidth from your ISP and if you're watching streaming high definition video and mm-hmm. squandering all your bandwidth that way it works but just remember, when you want to transfer, let's say you've got multiple TiVos at home, one can talk to the other and transfer programs from one to the other, wired or wirelessly, depends on what your setup is. But that's inside bandwidth. It doesn't have anything to do what you get with what you get from your ISP. You're not downloading or streaming from your ISP. You're doing it within your home with content that's already on one of your devices. And that's a really important point to make, and that's why it's important to have a really good router like the E4500 so that you can take advantage of that and don't have to worry about it. Now, just for your information, Steve knows this, there is a new wireless standard. Right. And it's supposed to be, what, twice as fast as AND? Yes. Yes, that's correct. And it'll roll out. Uh, you know, has, it, it's, it, it's adopted by the group that adopts such things, which is uh, IEEE. And, you know, like with everything else, we started with, with B, then we went to G, then we went to N, draft N, which hung around for a long while until they ratified it, and now we've got the new one. Now, the interesting thing here is that the potential performance of <clears throat> 802.11ac is equivalent to your wired Ethernet at home. So you That's can right. ditch the wires when this comes out. And, I predict yeah. that very soon we're going to see that. In a Mac, Apple's going to embrace the standards real soon with Airport Extreme and also with the new Macs. And that's my prediction. I might be totally wrong, but when you hear about the next Macs, <laughs> it'll probably be introduced in June, maybe at the Worldwide Developers Conference. 802.11ac will be supported, USB 3.0, which is mm-hmm. half the speed of Thunderbolt, but pretty fast. It's pretty fast, and Thunderbolt just hasn't quite caught up. Because the wiring is very expensive. I mean, the cable for Thunderbolt, which is, it's like putting a PCI slot on the back of your Mac, just like you have on the Mac Pro. That Mm -hmm. stuff is humongously expensive because of it. Yeah, even for mono price. Pardon? I say mono, I, I don't remember what the mono price price is, or even if they have it actually on that one, but the, it can't be produced really inexpensively yet. It's one of those things that a year from now, or two years, we'll see it, because Intel and Apple developed the standards. Intel Mm -hmm. is supporting it on their new chipsets for Windows PCs. So you just know it's going to be there. Before we let him go into the winds with Elvis, Steve Crucian, tell our listeners where they can find more of your stuff. More of my stuff is at mrgadget.com on my, my new website, and uh, you can read me in the next, starting with the next issue of Technology Tell magazine at technologytell.com. And you can buy my book directly from the link on my website. The Mr. Gadget Consumer Tech Guide Volume 1 is linked directly to Amazon on my website. And I'd love it if people would take a look. I, I, as close as I can to guaranteeing something, I will say I cannot imagine anyone not benefiting from many, many things that are in the book that are 
timeless in many regards so that it's not something that's going to go out of style anytime soon. And that's why I do what I do. Steve Crucian, the timeless Mr. Gadget. Thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. Always a pleasure, Gene. Thank you. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. Whether it's personal mail, whether it's business email, you want reliable, dependable delivery, freedom from spam, freedom from viruses. Well, Polaris Mail offers professional email hosting services for your personal or small business use. Each account uses 25 gigabytes of storage, an easy-to-use webmail interface, and full mobile sync. Sign up today for a 30-day free trial at PolarisMail.com, PolarisMail.com. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It just stopped responding. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Check it out. iWeb.com. That's iWeb.com. Digestive health is the key to wellness and elimination of toxins. That bears repeating. Digestive health is the key to wellness and elimination of toxins. And Pro-EM-1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse is the key to digestive health. Pro-EM-1 is a powerful liquid probiotic, strong enough to cleanse, gentle enough to use every day. Pro-EM-1 is dairy, wheat, and soy-free, contains all natural and certified organic ingredients, contains no preservatives or animal products, supports a healthy digestive and immune system, supports weight loss, improves absorption, Absorption of food nutrients, aids in controlling yeast infections, is never freeze-dried, and uses three groups of live, viable, beneficial microbes to cleanse and remove toxins. Order Pro-EM-1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse at Terraganics.com. Spelled T-E-R-A-G-A-N-I-X.com. Terraganics.com. Or call toll-free 866-369-3678. That's 866-369-3678. Pro-EM-1, the raw probiotic. In an emergency situation, would you drink contaminated water? You could if you had the amazing LifeStraw from MyPatriotSupply.com. LifeStraw is the most advanced personal water filter available today. It filters contaminated water from almost any source. LifeStraw is lightweight and compact, perfect for hiking, camping, or in an emergency like a flood. LifeStraw is easy to clean, comes with a one-year warranty, and has been used worldwide since 2005. Get the amazing LifeStraw personal water filter at MyPatriotSupply.com. Plus, check out Survival Seed Vault, 20 seed varieties for only $37.95, Tatler canning lids, long-term storable foods as low as $69.95, and much more at MyPatriotSupply.com. Enjoy stress-free shipping on all orders over $49. Call 866-229-0927 or visit MyPatriotSupply.com. That's 866-229-0927, MyPatriotSupply.com. For emergency preparedness, self-reliance, and food independence. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. I designed our top-selling holster, the Super Tuck Deluxe, to solve the problems of being poked, pinched, and gouged while carrying concealed. The Super Tuck Deluxe is the most comfortable, most concealable holster on the market today. We offer a two-week free trial and a lifetime warranty. Visit us at crossbreedholsters.com. Don't forget... 
crossbreedholsters.com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. We have Avram Pilch of Laptop Magazine joining us on the Tech Night Owl Live. And we're going to check one of his 10 lists, one of his top 10 lists, a little bit later on the show. But I wanted to first talk about a few other topics, number one of which is the tragic state of HP. They're going to fire, what, 27,000 people from their employment roles over the next two years? Is that the way I take it? Yep. Depending on your definition of fire, some of them are going to be given early retirement packages. But however you want to put it, they're going to lose a lot of people. Now, you have to think here, Apple's employment roles of people who are non-retail, in other words, they don't work at an Apple store, is about 30,000. So it's almost the equivalent of firing everybody at Apple. (laughs) Yep, they had a lot of people. Now, what's going to happen to all these talented people? That's That's kind of a sad story. The thing I worry about is how HP has come down. I mean, HP still makes good products. As a matter of fact, I'm testing one of their OfficeJet 8600-plus multifunction printers. It's a big kind of ugly thing, but it works just great. has good software, even on the Mac. Great performance, very fast printer. But that's not enough. Evidently, HP has lost the vision. Well, you know, they still made $30.7 billion of revenue uh, this quarter, so it's not exactly like no one is buying their products it doesn't really necessarily add up that they're in total failure. No, but I think part of it here is that they're running into a situation where they're not making really good profits from a lot of the things they sell, and the sales are not increasing, as people might expect. Yeah, well, obviously their lack of a serious mobile strategy has hurt them. They have come out with a number of really good laptops over the past few years. But once again, the market is kind of moving more toward things that are inexpensive and more toward, or things that are premium. And I think they're having somewhat of a problem differentiating. But they have some really good products out there and say their NB line and some of their other things. Their business notebooks haven't really innovated a great deal. As, as much as some of the others, ha- as some of their competitors have. The thing is here, they, there's no big thing that makes HP unique anymore. I mean, everybody has good printers. Lots of companies have good notebook computers or server systems. HP lacks a vision. And I'm not seeing that Meg Whitman, who is the current CEO, is presenting a vision. I don't see a vision. A vision is not... We'll figure out what we're going to do. We're going to restructure. We're going to fire 8% of our workforce. And by the way, we're not going to spin off the PC division. That, to me, is not a vision. Right. They don't seem to have a clear understanding of where it is that they want to go, 
why people should choose HP. It's it's just sort of, well, you know, look, we've been successful with these things. We're going to find ways to cut costs and do them cheaper. But we really haven't seen something that would make people excited about HP as a company. Yeah, I ran into kind of a foolish situation. It might be nitpicking, but it's an example of a company that has a problem. And so I asked HP to send me a multifunction printer for review. And this is the one that was picked. They had me contact their PR agency. Now, during the course of the review, I ran into one of the inkjet cartridges. The black cartridge was defective. Okay, no big deal. So I write to the agency and say, hey, send me another one. You know, we're talking about, what, a 30 or $35 inkjet cartridge. It's defective. Send me another one. I think any customer would definitely get that kind of courtesy. And they said, we don't have any more. So I said, can you just ask HP to send me another cartridge? We can't do that. Now, I think if you treat journalists with that kind of disrespect, you kind of think if the company is presenting that direction to its PR agencies, they are in trouble. I mean, we haven't had any problems with them on the PR side, to be fair. They've been very, very nice to us, although we don't do a ton of printer reviews. We're doing more notebook reviews with them. But I think the larger issue is that they really haven't differentiated on service and they haven't differentiated enough on some products, and then they don't have a really compelling mobile strategy or really much of a mobile strategy at all at this point. Do you think the purchase of Palm was just total stupidity? Did they really think that was the way to get into that market? They had to commit to it, and they didn't want to commit. I think that was the problem. You know, if you make a purchase like that, you have to understand what is in the DNA of the company that you bought and roll with that. And I think HP's acquisition problem is that they want to buy these other companies because the other companies have something that HP does not. And then, for some reason, obviously I haven't sat in the halls of power at HP to find out how they're doing it, they find a way of sort of making that company homogenized into the HP culture and the value of what they bought is destroyed. So Palm is something where it was a good company. It was innovative. They had some issues. The marriage could have been really good if HP used the opportunity to give Palm some resources and say, look, we think this WebOS thing is pretty good, but the hardware that you've been putting out on these pre-phones is not very good. Let's use our expertise in hardware to help you build something with your expertise in software, and let's maintain the DNA of Palm. Instead, they took the intellectual property of Palm and some of the workers and kind of made it into HP. A similar thing happened a few years ago when HP acquired the gaming computer company Voodoo. Now, Voodoo Voodoo is like the alternative to Alienware, which is owned by Dell. It was the equivalent to Alienware that was owned by Dell. So it was a high-end gaming notebook and desktop maker. They made some really unique designs. They provide a high level of customization and customer service, and their stuff was good-looking. As soon as they bought the company they started to phase out the products. So they had the Voodoo Envy, which was a really nice, thin notebook that had some performance issues that was there at sort of at the outset of the merger. They stopped coming out with Voodoo products. They kind of got rid of all the Voodoo people. There were a couple of products they came out with where they said, this has Voodoo DNA, as if that means something. And that was the end of that. 
by contrast, Dell bought Alienware, and I met with Dell just the other day, and they're very proud of themselves for not doing what HP did with Voodoo and allowing Alienware to continue to be a separate entity to continue to focus on its core audience of gamers rather than trying to turn it into yet another sub-office of Dell. Now, with HP, they also bought Compaq when Carly Fiorina was with the company, a controversial move, and I never could understand that. And what's and what's happened to the Compaq brand? The what? Compaq. <laughs> there's no more Compaq brand either. I mean, occasionally you'll see a Compaq notebook being sold. It's just an HP notebook with lesser specs. There's no real strategy there. Why did they even bother? Was it just to put the competition out of business? There is no intellectual property or branding or anything that really gave HP a quality benefit from buying Compaq. Well, of course, that's why they got rid of her. But, of course, this traveling CEO routine with musical chairs, that doesn't help for the image of a company. I have no idea how Meg Whitman will ultimately do, though I'm not impressed. So far, I'm not seeing that she's doing anything that represents any imagination. She's just doing normal CEO stuff. In contrast, with Tim Cook over at Apple, within the first few months, he's making his mark doing some things differently. And it's obvious where he's going with it, a somewhat more open company. He reaches out more to stockholders, even to the investment community, to Congress, things like that. He has his own way of doing things very clear. With Meg Whitman, she's the invisible woman. Yeah, you don't really see her saying or doing much, but we knew that she was a board appointee. And so... Very clearly, she's there to represent the board, and I don't think she makes a lot of decisions alone. You think she's just the figurehead? A lot of people do. Well, obviously, the board hasn't a clue. I think if I was a stockholder of HP, I'd say, let's fire the board. Let's get some people in there with a vision, with some knowledge. And you have to think that Mr. Hewlett and Mr. Packard are now spinning in their graves, concerned with how the company that they founded has fared. We have Avram Pilch of Lapin. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. Ray Perkins, a reclusive veteran burned out from the Gulf War, lives tortured by relentless, perplexing nightmares. Nightmares of a horrific battle in deep space and of a mysterious woman suffering in agony for her devastated world. A woman not yet born calling across centuries to him. Then, a coincidence leads him to his destiny, his chance to alter the universe. Attack Attack. of the Rockwells. The former fiction editor for Star Wars and Indiana Jones, Robert Simpson, writes, The soul of the novel Attack of the Rockoids lies in its heart and passion for building a convincing tale of a love that spans a galaxy. A thrilling story. Attack Attack. of the Rockoids is available now. Read a sample chapter and get a special discount off of the cover price at our website, rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Attack Attack of the Rockoids, a novel in the grand science fiction tradition. How's your pH today? Are you acidic? How alkaline is your blood and body? What is the pH of the water you drink? 
We are AlkaVision, and we have the answers. Drinking pure, high alkaline water is one of the most important factors in maintaining vibrant health and high energy because bacteria and viruses cannot survive in an alkaline, high pH environment. If your drinking water isn't at a pH level of 8 or higher, boost it with AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops. Our unique formula will alkalize your water, ridding your body of harmful toxins and acid, and help regain energy and health. Simply add 10 drops of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops to help your body rid itself of acidic waste, increase oxygen, and raise the pH of your body to optimal levels. Order your bottle of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops for only $29.95 at AlkaVision.com. Spelled A-L-K-A-Vision.com. Or call 800-518-7615. 800-518-7615. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health at AlkaVision.com. you owe the IRS money you can't pay, then listen carefully, because you already know that the problem won't go away by itself. You can get help today from the leading tax expert in the country, Dan Pilla. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. The IRS isn't going to just forget about you. Right now, the IRS is hiring thousands of tax collectors to go after delinquent accounts just like yours. That's why you need to take action today, and I can help. I take a simple but proven approach to solving your tax debt problem. First, I stabilize collections so you don't have to worry about wage and bank levies. Next, I build a detailed plan to get your debt reduced to the fullest extent possible, sometimes even eliminated. Finally, I work with you every step of the way to get your problem solved once and for all. So call now for a free consultation. Call 1-800-346-6829. Dan Pilla will solve your tax problem guaranteed. He's helped thousands of people and he can help you too. Call us today at 800-346-6829. That's 800-34-NO-TAX. Don't answer it! How can I stop these annoying collection calls? Imagine being free from your debt without settling and with no payment plan, no negotiating or filing bankruptcy, and no attorneys. What if you could eliminate the risk from all your unsecured debt in about 90 days and keep all your money? You can. It's called Zero Debt Guarantee, and it works. There's no other program of its kind on the planet, and we guarantee the results in writing. Call now, 800-477-9256. Let our team of experts provide you with the resources to fight back, stop collection calls, and prevent and stop wage garnishments and bank levies. If you're facing foreclosure, we can help. Don't go it alone. Get free information now by calling 800-477-9256. Talk to an expert who has also completed our program. Call 800-477-9256 for free info or go to ZeroDebtGuarantee.com. That's 800-477-9256 or go to ZeroDebtGuarantee.com. You never know what's going to happen next while listening to the Tech Night Isle, live with Gene Steinberg. So possibly on our other show, the Powercast, where we do the UFO and psychic phenomena thing, we can call up on our Ouija boards, David Packard, and say, what do you think, man? What do you think about the way they've handled your company since you've been gone? We have Abram Pilch of Laptop Magazine at LaptopMag.com. He didn't expect that we would be talking about bringing up dead people and talking about dead people. But I don't think HP is a dead company, but it could be the kind of company that just sort of, you know, gropes its way through the future and doesn't go anywhere anymore. I think HP has an opportunity. One of the things they might want to focus on is trying to find more ways to compete with Dell by selling direct. The direct sale experience on HP's website is pretty poor, 
And I don't know how much of the revenue that makes up for Dell or for Lenovo, but you're kind of penalized often for buying from HP.com because the pricing or the the pricing is usually better when you buy through a third-party retailer. And I think they could do a better job of offering that service directly. That's something I think a lot of businesses want. And so they're, they're, I think there's an opportunity to build on their core strength, which is the enterprise, and then kind of build out from there because they're, they're not in a very good position vis-a-vis other consumer companies like Dell um, or like Apple in terms of exciting customers, although they do have some very exciting products out there. They're not getting the message out. Like I said, we have this office jet, 8600+. plus. Great for a small business, maybe a medium-sized business as a multifunction printer, but I don't see that it's getting the proper push. Certainly the design is mediocre in terms of the look. It doesn't look fancy. It's not as fancy and slick as, say, the latest from Brother and Epson. Anyway, let's move to other companies that we have questions about. So Facebook has their IPO. So Mark Zuckerberg becomes a billionaire and then a married man and you have to think did he sign a prenup with that woman before he did this (laughs) well they've been together nine years but that's no guarantee of anything sometimes it's the marriage that ruins the relationship you know they work out just fine when they're just living together because they have no obligation they just will stay together because that's how they feel about each other and they want to make a life together but now they get married and she's a doctor now And she may be off treating patients. I don't know what her specialty is. But now he's a billionaire and she has to look, wow, you know, I dumped this guy and I'm going to be worth half a billion, whatever it is. But the real argument here is the IPO, which doesn't seem to have gone as well as some might have expected. It seems to have been messed up. There may be some possible irregularities. What happened? You think that in this case... Facebook would have done this perfectly. They had enough time. In fact, there's a story from the Daily Ticker. Facebook is killing Silicon Valley. An entrepreneur says that. Well, what happened is they didn't share all the information with the public. Whether or not what they did was illegal, what I'm hearing in the news is it actually probably wasn't illegal But some of the institutional investors, some of the early investors got some financial information that wasn't as good as the financial information that was public about their revenue potential. And so they were all ready to buy the stock and then dump it. So the stock went up over the $38 IPO price for a little while. Then people found out this information, and the people who had known in advance knew that the stock was going to decline, so they sold, sold, sold. And so it was sort of a recipe for disaster. What you expect when a company goes public is that the price of the stock is going to rise above the initial offering price for a good chunk of time, and that's not what happened in this case. On the long haul, do you think it's just a blip that the stock price will eventually just start catching up? Or and the other question is here, what is the potential for income from a Facebook? Can they bring in the big dollars to justify these high prices? Well, they certainly got mud on their face the other day when GM canceled its ad campaign with them. And so there's not really a lot of good numbers out there to show what the Facebook advertising success story is. But 
they have all of the things that marketers want. They have a ton of personal information on people to market to them, and they have a ton of engagement. So I think that they've been valued not as much on what they're actually making as on what they could be making because of the audience engagement. And they just need to find better ways to work that out so that they actually monetize that because clearly the potential is there. They've got everything they need. They've got a nice platform. They just have to build up a better track record of success. One thing to keep in mind is that ad buyers are extremely conservative, especially online ad buyers. They're very much hooked on things like click-through rates, which are not necessarily the only measure of success. So people may be seeing the ads, they may be getting a benefit from the ads, the advertisers may be getting branding, but if they don't show a consistent click-through rate, then these advertisers may say, oh, I'm not getting success from Facebook. They're thinking of the Google model here. They're thinking they advertise on Facebook, it's like Google. Google is all about the clicks. There's no branding involved. But if you look at Facebook ads, they have pictures. They have, for better or worse, they're very often associated with your friends. Hey, your friend likes this. That's a branding exercise. And unfortunately, online advertising is judged by a different standard than any other medium of advertising in the world. And it's an extremely unfair standard that has been hurting the online media and publishing industry for, you know, almost 20 years now because everything is judged or too often judged by click-throughs, which means immediate action. Where else in life do you take immediate action to respond to an ad? If you're home watching television at 11.30 on a weeknight and a Burger King commercial comes on, does Burger King really judge the success of that ad based on how many people turned off their television sets, got in the car and ran out to Burger King and bought a Whopper in the next 15 minutes after the ad aired? Of course they don't. They can't really tell whether seeing that specific ad caused you to ever spend money with them. But online, if you don't immediately take action and buy something the moment that you see an ad, to most companies, that's considered a failure. That's just not in line with reality. Well, I think that's true in general. I think companies have to realize that an ad has to be repeated over and over again before people might even react to it, and then the reaction may still be delayed. The reaction might not be a click either. If yeah, you absolutely. See- I mean, obviously for Burger King, what you will do is maybe the next time you go out for fast food, you'll say, you know what, I'll try the new salad at Burger King or whatever else they're offering. Exactly. But because things are so measurable on the Internet, marketers are spoiled and they make the lazy choice. Well, we only know we only know what we can see. We can see click-through rate. We can see after people clicked how many of them bought something for direct e-commerce. That's all we care about. And that's where Google makes its money. You don't have to pay Google very much at all unless somebody clicks the ad. So in theory, one could put up an ad on Google search and say, please visit my site, but don't click the ad. And if people don't, you don't have to really pay much, if anything. So... The problem here would is... Would Google let that happen, though? <laughs> would they let Probably some, not. Sure, would they let you put on an ad and say, don't click this ad? I haven't tried it yet. Well, we can always test. I mean, with my web hosts, we have, what, a 50 or $100 of free ad click potential, a coupon for that from Google. So I put up the ad saying, please don't click and see what happens.
Or maybe I'll get oh, the bill as as where people will click anyway just to spite me, and I'll owe Google $10,000. That's possible, too. They may not follow your instructions. But the point is that would never happen in traditional advertising mediums that we're all used to, like television and print. I know with our ads, the ads that we run for our advertisers, some expect that immediate gratification of click-through. Others understand that it's a gradual process of educating a potential customers to a product and service and that eventually people will click. But if they don't get immediate response, that's not the reason. It's not because we don't have the penetration or the audience. It's because that's the way it works. You don't buy it that day. I'm not going to buy the new Kia Optima tomorrow. Even if I had the money for it, I might take six months before I make a decision. Exactly. And I think that might be one of the problems that's going on with Facebook is that people are not focused enough on brand advertising. And so they are a good brand advertising platform. And if people are judging them based on click-through, they might run into problems because of that. I guess the other question we have is, after Facebook, we expect kind of straightens this out. What about Twitter? How does Twitter monetize their system? They've got hundreds of millions of eyeballs, too. But how do they turn that kind of traffic, that kind of buzz, and they really got the buzz, into some way of making money? And then we'll get to that 10 gadgets you'd be a fool to buy right now list in a few moments. We have Avram Pilch of Laptop Magazine. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you own an Apple iPhone and love to listen to your favorite programs on GCN, I've got good news for you. I'm proud to announce that GCN has a brand new iPhone app available for our dedicated listeners at GCNlive.com. Listen to your favorite hard-hitting GCN programs live or on demand right on your iPhone. And the best part? The GCN iPhone app can be yours absolutely free. Download the iPhone app today by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. We the people grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit, then carting to a private bank, having it lent back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Ted Anderson, I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. And we're joined also by Avram Pilch of Laptop Magazine for the remainder of this hour. And we'll get to that list, 10 gadgets you'd be a fool to buy right now in a moment. But first, let's talk about Twitter. So with Twitter, you've got... How many people are on Twitter sending tweets when the tweets really create a buzz about something? It's in the news all over the world, as a matter of fact. But how does Twitter turn that traffic, that attention, those eyeballs into money? I haven't seen a plan from Twitter yet that shows how they're going to make money. It's, it's very strange. There are actually other people making money off of Twitter who aren't even part of the Twitter company. Remember when Charlie Sheen was getting paid to tweet about products? So Charlie Sheen got money, but Twitter got nothing. It's, it's hard to understand how they're going to make their money because of how they work technically. 
yes, if you go to Twitter.com, they could start to put advertising in there. But one of the real beauties of Twitter, and I hope they don't change this, is its API. So there's a lot of software out there that allows you to log into Twitter without actually going to Twitter's website and how they're going to get all that third-party stuff to carry Twitter ads is an interesting question if they start to introduce stuff like that. Certainly, Twitter has made some moves to sort of close up the third-party Twitter client market by buying TweetDeck, which was its best, which was the best uh, competitor that it had in terms of uh, people using that instead of going to Twitter.com. But still, there's just a lot of other ways to get your tweets than to go than to use Twitter. So that's something that Twitter has to think. But right now, they're being funded strictly by venture capital. Yeah, they're living on potential. Now, I haven't seen a plan from them where they're showing how they're going to turn this into revenue. I don't see how they're going to get to have a paid model. It probably has to be advertising for them. And how they're going to to do it, I guess they're going to have to find a way of sort of weaving ads into the tweets Certainly the demographic information they have, the user data they have, is almost as good as, but not quite as good as Facebook's. Well, the question would be also here, what longevity do they have? I mean, is there a point where it ends up just being a fad? People get tired of 140 characters to express everything they're doing. I'm going to the bathroom. I'm going out to Wendy's. I'm turning on the light bulb. I've been thinking Twitter is a fad since I first heard about it. It's basically uh, blogging for lazy people. Uh, but I think the 140-character limit is what makes it, makes it viable because it gives you an excuse to be lazy. When you think about the evolution of personal expression on the Internet, it started off with a personal web page, and you had places like GeoCities and Tripod giving you a personal web page but not a lot of tools to build it, and it was work, and you had to actually be you know, somewhat tech-savvy to do it. Then we had blogs, which are still around in a commercial sense, and, and some people still maintain them, but those were more work because you had to actually write something of value, and you had to maybe do a little bit of work to maintain the blog. And now we have social networking. We have Facebook, and we have Twitter, and we have Google+, which take the whole design control aspect of it and the technical aspect of it away and make it easy for you to post things about yourself. And Twitter, Twitter's main appeal is that it gives you an excuse not to say much. I used to have a personal blog that I would update all the time and I would think about, well, you know, this is only 200 words. What does it say about me? It's not enough. But with Twitter, wow, I, I can't say too much. So the limit, the, the medium is the message. The limit is the message. But I think people are going to get sick of it. Right. As soon as you decide that you really need 141 characters, you're going to say, hey, why am I doing this? What's the purpose of it? There's got to be a better way. There goes Twitter. So how many years do you think it's going to last before either the venture capitalists say, okay, we've got to see some income, or Twitter figures out the magic bullet to get some money? I think they're going to. people are going to start knocking down their door within a year if they don't show some money in terms of the financials of it. But I think in terms of users – it might take a while for people to, to get sick of it, but unless they fundamentally change in some way, I feel like Twitter is one of those things that we're going to see on VH1's I Love the 2010s. Like, Can you believe we used to send people these things called tweets and people took them so seriously? 
What were we thinking? Do you think maybe they're just helping to sell the company to, say, Facebook or Google? You know, it would become That's- an adjunct to Facebook or Google+. You know, come to think of it, that would probably be the best thing that could happen to them. And the best thing that could happen to the service is that someone who can use it as a loss leader to build traffic on one of their other services. Like if Google bought Twitter, uh, that would be a real coup for them because then they could combine it with Google+. They have that really popular user base and they can try and sort of upsell those people into Google+. And that's a good question, too, with Google+. Is that getting sustained attention? I mean, it's got enough people on there, but the reports I read are that Google Plus has the number of users. It makes sense. What, 150, 160 million right now? But people don't stay more than a few moments before they go on to do something else. Go back to Facebook, maybe. How many of these social networks can you have? Well, if you have the right aggregator, you can have quite a few. I think Google Plus has all that it needs technically and all the support it needs to be a huge success. Google just really has to stick with it, and they have to maybe do something to change the tone of Google Plus. I love Google Plus because it is so early adopter geeky. It's a wonderful place for me. But if I start to put up pictures of my cats or my child or whatever, nobody on Google cares. But if I start to put up a post about a new smartphone, I get a million responses on Google+. So I think that the level of conversation on Google+, is very serious. And so people who want to do things professionally are on Google+, but it doesn't stir the passions like Facebook does just because of the user base they built. There's nothing inherent to the technology that can't stir the passions so well also Google, the thing th- is here the geek crowd the people who are technically adept will be the early adopters but if everybody else is using facebook and twitter where does google tap that audience and the funny thing is they have people using all these other google services so as they start to integrate google plus with those other services you kind of can't avoid it and i know some people are irritated by that for example will wheaton uh, posted a few weeks ago how upset he was that Google was trying to make YouTube users log into Google Plus to, to rate videos. Now, parenthetically, but, Will Wheaton, of course, is an actor and professional geek. He's currently one of the co-stars on Eureka, and of course we know him as Wesley Crusher on Star Trek Next Generation. Yep, but in the social networking community, he's also, like you said, a professional geek, and people take what he says seriously there. And I understand where he was coming from, But I think one of the key elements of Google Plus is how well integrated it is with other Google services. So I think that integrating them with the other services people use will help Google Plus. I also think they just need to build up some kind of hip mindset to Google Plus. Maybe it will be integration with the Google with the Google goggles or the you know, we call it Project Glass, the augmented reality goggles that will really help Google Plus take off. I hope it does because the technology behind it is really fantastic. The Hangouts feature is really great, especially now that they've created Hangouts on Air, which allows you to basically broadcast the hang- the video Hangout that you've created to as many people as you want, uh, making it a kind of a competitor for Ustream. So there's just a lot of good stuff in there, but they have to, I guess, do something to create a warm fuzzies. Maybe they need John Mayer to use it or something. Get somebody famous. Bribe them. Exactly. Get the real shack to use it or something. Get get someone who's kind of a, a trend maker 
to to use it and not use just use it as a promotional place, but to actually say things off the cuff there. If they could get Justin Bieber to use it and take it seriously, like not have a rep post for him, but post things off the cuff there or whatever, that would be a start. Not that I, not that that would attract me. Or get anything. some famous politicians to jump in there. Get Obama to stop tweeting and maybe post something over at Google+. I think the other huge problem that Google Plus has is that they still haven't really gotten it right with the API. So one of the things that Twitter has done right is that they built their service through open APIs. Now we get into more APIs and lots of other good stuff. We have Abram Pilch of Laptop Magazine. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter, and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that, too, in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs convert from so many formats i can't even list them download now to see if graphic converter is good for you like one and a half million other users guess what you could save money when you buy graphic converter use the coupon code night owl use the coupon code night owl to get a special price for graphic converter go to lemkesoft.com that's l-e-m-k-e soft.com lemkesoft.com l-e-m-k-e soft.com Good day. This is Peter Kranchnobel with Midas Resources. Today is May 25th, 2012. Gold opened this morning at 1562.10. A one ounce gold coin can be purchased for 160150, 875 for a half ounce, and 438 for a quarter ounce. 160150, 875, and 438. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? Wait a sec. Gold and silver is going up while Congress is trying to settle on the next debt increase. And there's no end to this madness. That old 401k and IRA can be converted into physical gold without tax consequences. I explained this in my book, 10 Reasons to Buy Gold. Don't let time slip away. Call for your free copy today, 800-686-2237. Get away from that Washington spin and get honest answers about gold. 800-686-2237. The book is free, 800-686-2237. Positive results from satisfied customers of Heart and Body Extract continue to pour into our website, hbextract.com. This is Al from New Jersey. One day I saw your ad for Heart and Body Extract, and it mentioned that it would help me with angina, so I decided to order. I figure I had nothing to lose. Heart and Body Extract supplies your body with everything it needs to balance itself and maintain optimal heart and circulatory health with no negative side effects. I took the formula three times a day as directed, and I kid you not, within four days, my angina pain was completely gone. Order HB Extract by calling 866-295-5305 or online at hbextract.com. That's 866-295-5305 or hbextract.com. I could not believe it actually stopped the pain. Heart and Body Extract actually works. This is just an amazing product. Even the numbness in my hands is completely gone. Heart and Body Extract for a long and healthy life. 
Love gardening but don't love seeing your hard work destroyed by wildlife? Then use the number one most effective deer and rabbit repellent you can buy, PlantSkid. PlantSkid repellent protects gardens, trees, and landscaping by emitting an odor that browsing animals associate with predators. So animals avoid plants before they nibble, not after. PlantSkid is made in the U.S. from non-toxic, 100% organic, environment, and pet-friendly ingredients. Other repellents wash off in the rain, not PlantSkid. It's guaranteed to outlast all other repellents. PlantSkid was the first animal repellent to be OMRI listed organic and now comes in liquid spray, powder concentrate, or easy-to-use granular. Just sprinkle around your garden. For proven protection from deer, rabbits, squirrels, and other small rodents, use PlantSkid, member tested and recommended by the National Home Gardening Club. Find a dealer near you at PlantSkid.com. That's PlantSkydd.com. Ask about our new vole repellent when you call 800-252-6051. That's 800-252-6051. PlantSkid, proven plant protection, guaranteed or your money back. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. And by the way, on iTunes, they limit podcast versions of radio shows to 300 episodes. So beyond 300 or 301, we've got more episodes, but you have to go to the site to check them out. That's the limitation of iTunes. Don't understand why they do that. Maybe they don't want those data files to get too big because all they're doing is linking to your site. That's kind of geek stuff. We've got Avram Pilch of Laptop Magazine, and we've been talking here about how Google Plus can become a real plus for Google. And what they can do, opening up the APIs, letting you develop apps to integrate. We'll have to see where that goes. You've been doing the last few weeks 10 and 15 lists of things. It's not like the top 10 lists that David Letterman produces, or did that inspire you? People just kind of like countdowns a lot. And so looking at some of the shows I watch and some of the things that are popular these days, we find that people sort of like to sort of go through an ordered list of things and say, hey, I agree with this or I don't agree with it. It's, it's kind of a fun mental exercise and a good way also to kind of educate people about certain tech things that they, they ought to know, like what they should and shouldn't buy. Okay, so the top 10 products you'd be a fool to buy today. Number one with a bullet is the iPhone. Why? We're not going to see a new one till fall. That's why. Okay, but you're saying, therefore, with an iPhone, you should not buy it five or six months before the next one's going to come out. Well, look at it this way. Your phone contract is probably going to be 24 months in order to get that iPhone at the subsidized $199 price. Therefore, five months from now, five, six months from now, when the iPhone 5 or the brand spanking new iPhone, whatever they call it, comes out and it has 4G LTE a nicer screen, a faster processor, maybe a whole new operating system on it, you will still have this phone and be committed to it for another 12 to 18 months because some of them let you upgrade after maybe 20 months. So you'll be stuck with this phone while all of your friends are using the new iPhone. But at least you'll have the operating system. That upgrade you'll get. But maybe you won't be able to do everything with it. After all, look at all the people who couldn't use Siri on their older iPhones. After you use it, sometimes it wears itself out, though. I know that I'm looking at an iPhone 4S. Before that, I had an iPhone 4. And I have to think, other than Siri, I'm not seeing a big difference. 
mean, Siri is kind of fun to play with. You know, you look at the commercials, you want to duplicate what they do. Occasionally I say, change my wake-up call to this time or ask for one or two pieces of information. But 99 times out of 100, I don't think about it. So it's a question of, all right, a slightly larger screen, LTE, yeah, I guess that's going to be okay. If you do a lot of connections to the web or to download outside of a Wi-Fi network. So I don't quite agree with you. I think two months, maybe so. But five months, I think not. I think today the iPhone 4S is still a pretty good product. And I think people know what's coming out. But I think the person who is not the early adopter isn't going to care. They'll buy it now because they want an iPhone and they see Siri. I think the LTE is the one killer feature, though, that they really will regret because you're still going to be using a 3G network in 2014 if you buy an iPhone today. And, of course, if the city in which you live is ever going to have LTE. But, you know, yes, it is a great advantage in terms of download speeds, but you have to also consider the fact that a lot of people don't do their downloads outside of a Wi-Fi network. There you go. Okay, the other product, of course, number two, I don't know if this is in any order or just 10 at random, is Windows tablets because of Windows 8? Yes, so first of all, very few people want a Windows 7 tablet today for very good reason. Or any Windows tablet ever. Right, because it's just not designed for touch. And battery life hasn't been good. Try closing your window by hitting your finger on the little X. You probably have to sharpen your finger in a pencil sharpener to try and actually tap those icons. It's extremely. I understand before he died, Steve Jobs left a bunch of those out there for you to use. Also, sandpaper for your fingers for a 7-inch tablet. Exactly. So with Windows 8 coming in the fall, there probably, probably was never a really good reason to buy a Windows 7 tablet in the first place. Some businesses do it because they, they don't want to create Android software for some proprietary software they need around the warehouse or something. But if they can hold out a few months, Windows 8 is actually going to provide a PC with a touch-friendly interface. And if you see that interface, you're really not going to be happy with, with having Windows 7. I guess for touch-friendliness, Metro is better. And the question is here whether businesses will like Metro. And I still think the jury is out on that one, how far it's going to go. Obviously, Microsoft is, surprisingly enough, risking a lot on the hope-for success of Windows 8. But some of us can be skeptical, as you might understand. So we'll see what happens. Will the Windows 8 tablet take off, or will Microsoft have to look for a plan B? Ultrabooks. Now, I thought Ultrabooks, you know, it's a big thing. They're all the... PC makers are coming up with something that kind of sort of looks like a MacBook Air. But why not now? Well, because Intel is releasing its Ivy Bridge update in the next few weeks, we are set to see a whole raft of new Ultrabooks coming out this summer. I'm not saying wait several months. I'm saying wait a month or two because we are due to see a bunch of new models come out that are not only going to be faster but they're going to be better designed in other ways. So what are the other advantages? I know integrated graphics is much better on the new Ivy Bridge chips. It means if you're playing games, you know, gaming performance traditionally on integrated graphics from Intel has been lousy, so now it's improved to mediocre. Yeah, I mean, look, if you want to play games, you're going to want to get something with discrete graphics for sure. 
But the bottom line is, because of the refresh, a lot of companies are taking this opportunity to come out with completely new designs or upgrade other components of the system. Take, for example, the ASUS ZenBook Prime, which is the update to the old ASUS ZenBook that came out in the fall. Now not only does it have a faster processor, they've now upgraded to a full HD screen that we've had here in the office and is absolutely brilliant. That's the reason to upgrade. I mean, the performance difference between the Ivy Bridge and the Sandy Bridge is noticeable, but it's not necessarily make or break. The other benefits that they give you because they're doing a refresh, those are going to be the reason to buy. My most anticipated notebook of the year right now is Lenovo's ThinkPad X1 Carbon, which is going to be a three-pound, 14-inch business notebook with a really great keyboard and really solid battery life that is supposed to come out sometime this summer. And so that's the kind of thing that we're going to see with Ivy Bridge. Now, if you don't like Windows 8, you might want to buy this summer and not this fall. Or you could just buy it and downgrade to Windows 7. You know, that's what obviously has happened quite a few times with Windows Vista people downgrading to XP and even somewhat with Windows 7. Now, I had read that in terms of heat generation, the Ivy Bridge chips run somewhat hotter than last year's Sandy Bridge chips. Is that true? On the systems that we have seen so far, the gaming systems that we use uh, were ex- some of them were extremely hot, but it's really hard to tell whether that was actually the CPU or the GPU or just poor cooling. For example, uh, we recently reviewed a system called the Samsung Series 7 Gamer where the volume button at the top of the keyboard reached 120 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh boy, and therefore his fingers started smoking. Some smoking music with smoking fingers. We have Avram Pilch of Laptop Magazine. This is Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. If you want to get your website online and you need reliable service, first-class service at the lowest possible price, there's only one place to go. Well, DreamHost has a special promotion with our show where they'll offer you unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, one-click web apps such as WordPress, 24-7 support. You can save over $55. You want to know how? Go to DreamHost.com slash radio, DreamHost.com slash radio. Whether it's personal mail, whether it's business email, you want reliable, dependable delivery, freedom from spam, freedom from viruses. Well, Polaris Mail offers professional email hosting services for your personal or small business use. Each account uses 25 gigabytes of storage, an easy-to-use webmail interface, and full mobile sync. Sign up today for a 30-day free trial at PolarisMail.com, PolarisMail.com. Hello? Congratulations. For what? For losing all that weight. How'd you do it so fast? ASAP. ASAP what? What's that mean? Are you ready to get as skinny as possible, as soon as possible, as simple as possible, and as sexy as possible? I'm listening. Then get with the ASAP program. It's real and it works. No smooth talk, no slick advertising, and no exaggerated claims of success. I've got 
gotta know more. Welcome to ASAP, as slim as possible. Whether you have 10, 20, or 50 pounds to lose, ASAP is your weight loss answer. ASAP targets the abnormal fat reserves and makes them available to be burned as fuel and contains no caffeine or hormones. Order ASAP at wholesale prices or join the team to share the business with others. Visit GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Lose weight and look great with ASAP, as slim as possible. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. I designed our top-selling holster, the Super Tuck Deluxe, to solve the problems of being poked, pinched, and gouged while carrying concealed. The Super Tuck Deluxe is the most comfortable, most concealable holster on the market today. We offer a two-week free trial and a lifetime warranty. Visit us at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Don't forget... CrossbreedHolsters.com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. Attention, information in this one-minute message could save your life. Don't wait for the next emergency to happen. Act now to be prepared. Now, more than ever, civilians and communities must communicate with family, friends, and neighbors in the event of civil unrest, natural disasters, or other emergencies. That's why there's CivilDispatch.com. CivilDispatch.com is a universal system that can be used for a wide array of urgent notification alerts. Weather emergencies, civil unrest, emergency responders, amber alerts, school or business closings, any need-to-know situation. CivilDispatch.com is an emergency dispatch communication system, allowing anyone to quickly and easily send and instantaneously track emergency email and text alert notifications. CivilDispatch.com gives you the power of enterprise alerting without the enterprise cost. Don't find yourself unprepared. Learn more and become a member at CivilDispatch.com. That's CivilDispatch.com. Civilian Emergency Dispatch System. Peace through preparedness. never know what's going to happen next while listening to the Tech Night Isle, live with Gene Steinberg. We have Avram Pilch of Laptop Magazine at LaptopMag.com, and we're focusing on one of his top 10 or top 15 lists. This week it is 10 gadgets you'd be a fool to buy right now, and we talked about the iPhone because the new one's coming out this fall. Windows tablets because of Windows 8. Ultrabooks because new models are coming out with the new Ivory Bridge chip. Let's go to number four. Number four being Sprint phones. So what's wrong with Sprint? Other than what's always been wrong with Sprint. You know, in our uh, study, Sprint actually has really improved their customer service and the quality of their network over the past few years. Sprint has been a very compelling carrier. But their 4G strategy right now really says wait because they were among the first actually really the first to come out with a quote-unquote 4g network when they launched their wimax network a few years ago but they didn't see a lot of success 
or the fastest speeds with that network. So they've decided, like everybody else in the industry, AT&T and Verizon are already doing it, to launch an LTE network because we all know that LTE is the fastest form of 4G, the fastest form of mobile Internet that's available right now. The problem is that they're selling you a promise rather than actual LTE. They have said that they're going to start rolling out LTE in six cities later this summer, but they have no time frame for all the other cities that they're going to try and reach. And the six cities they're trying to reach are not necessarily all the biggest markets. It's Atlanta, it's San Antonio, a couple of other small cities. Like Dallas, not so small, Houston, Kansas City, Baltimore, but we understand. It's not New York, it's not San Francisco, it's not Phoenix or Philadelphia. Exactly. So not the largest cities. If you're in one of those areas, there's still a reason to be skeptical because we don't know how fast their LTE is. Just because they say that it's LTE doesn't mean that it's going to be as fast as the LTE that AT&T or Verizon offer. After all, we've seen other companies try their hand at LTE and not give you that highest speed. So it depends on the capacity, the bands, how they do their network. There's a lot of reasons now why you don't necessarily want to tie yourself into a new two-year contract with Sprint when you have no guarantee when you might be getting LTE and how good it's going to be. The advantage of Sprint is they still offer unlimited data, though. I think it's obviously a good network with a good business strategy. What we have to do is kind of wait and see. So if you're on Sprint now and you're thinking, hmm, do I want to renew? This might be a time to say, let me hold on to my old phone a little bit longer and make sure that this LTE thing they're doing is rolling out okay before I buy into it, especially if you have a WiMAX phone. Because the minute that you roll onto your next phone, like let's say you want to buy the Samsung Galaxy Nexus or the HTC Evo 4G LTE, which are both phones that Sprint is selling today with LTE, well, those are 3G phones right now. So you'd be giving up your WiMAX, which is a bit better than 3G, in favor of plain old vanilla 3G and the someday promise of 4G. And it's not burning a hole in your pocket, that money. There's no reason if your contract expires that you can't go month to month for a while. In fact, maybe when the next phone comes out, they'll be so desperate for your business, they'll say, hey, we've now added LTE in your city, if they have, of course, and we'll give you a special deal to sign up now because we want to have you re-up. Always possible. Exactly. Okay. This one is kind of, sort of, in the same category as the Ultrabooks, the MacBook Pros, for basically the same reason. Yeah, we believe that the new MacBook Pros will be coming out this June. That's what all the rumors are telling us. Obviously, Apple doesn't comment on rumors, and they don't telegraph what they're going to do like other companies do. Some of these rumors, though, come from places that talk to Apple. So it's something you have to think about. Also, the stars are there. We always know when Intel has a new chipset that Apple is going to upgrade Macs within weeks of that. And obviously, they have their developer conference coming in June. This is a time when they always announce things. This has been a, It's been about a year since the last major refresh to the MacBook Pro. Everything says there's going to be new MacBook Pros. So unless your current MacBook Pro has caught fire and, bur- and burned to the ground and you need a new one the next couple of weeks, you really should hold out because it's only going to be a few more weeks. And not only would we expect the new MacBook Pros to be faster – but we would expect them to be thinner, and we would expect them to have, quote-unquote, retina screens, which we don't know exactly what the resolution will be, but significantly higher resolution. And having a better screen is one of those things that you just can't measure how important that is. I have That's to wonder, though, really there's an see. estimate here that 
say, a 15-inch MacBook Pro, for Apple to add a retina display screen to that. And, of course, we know they're paying more for a 9.7-inch screen on the new iPad. But for 15-inch, they'd be paying like 90 or or $100 more per unit. Apple would have to absorb that and expect, as volume increases, that the situation will change. They're not going to want to charge more for it. And some are suggesting, though, that maybe what Apple will do is offer retina display as an option. That will be $100 or $200 more. You buy the standard one with the standard display, or you could get the optional configuration. This way, Apple doesn't kill the market with a higher price. If it's an option, you should take it, because there's nothing like the screen quality. You can't tell the difference immediately between a Core i5 and a Core i7, but when you look at a really sharp screen and one that's not as sharp, wow, that's something that you've got to look at all day, every day, if you're using that as your main computer. Also, Apple is going to save some money on some other things they're cutting out, like the optical drive, although I'm sure that's not $90. Right, it's probably like, what, $40, $30? I'm not sure what those things cost now. There will also be USB 3.0. We kind of expect that. One prediction I've made that you didn't mention is because the standard is getting into a more final stage and some hardware is coming out, the new Wi-Fi standard 802.11ac. We'd think that Apple would be like they did with the N standard, be an early adopter with their new hardware and also maybe upgrade the Airport Extreme to 802.11ac. That's quite possible. One of the things that we're also hearing is that they might not have Ethernet, which I think would, would kind of be a mistake. But then again, there's always the option to buy a USB 3 Ethernet port. I would I think, guess. though, that on a more traditional notebook, Apple wouldn't do that. And the same thing is about FireWire. There are lots of FireWire drives out there. Yes, you can get maybe a adapter cord from Thunderbolt to FireWire. But if Apple gave that free instead, I think people would forgive them. Who knows? But we're all expecting that this will be coming out in June sometime. And the question will be whether Mountain Lion will be ready in June or somewhat later in the summer. They talked about late summer, so it could be August or September. I don't think Apple would want to release a new operating system only a week or two after the new hardware because that's going to be stupid. They might as well have everything come out the same time unless it was a couple of months separated. Well, Apple does have a tendency to start selling something pretty quickly after they announce it. So if June is their announcement time frame, which we all think it is, then either they're going to have Mountain Lion ready early or they're going to stagger the Mountain Lion update for later. But I think it's a pretty good bet that they're going to have new MacBook Pros to announce in June and that they'll probably be available for sale you know, by July at the latest. Probably almost immediately because they want the sales because right now sales are flattening on existing Macs because they're waiting for the new hardware. Probably I would expect new iMacs also. The big question, of course, is the Mac Pro workstation. There's a petition now telling Apple that please continue the Mac Pro workstation. There are new Intel Xeon chips. These are the server-level chips that Apple uses and other workstation makers use. So we'll have to see where that goes, but that's not part of his top 10 prediction. But what do you think about the Mac Pro? Do you think Apple should be upgrading that? Do you think they will? I hope that they will because, obviously, they need to cater to their high-end clients like professional designers, art types, video editors, and those are exactly the kind of people who would use the Pro. So I'd like to see them do it. I think most people would like to see them do it. I think Tim Cook is more responsive to customer feedback than Steve Jobs, so I think they'll do it. It just might not be this time around. 
My feeling is that because the hardware is available and Apple can basically introduce the same box with the new hardware for the Mac Pro, that Apple could do it inexpensively unless they want to come up with a new case, something slimmer, something more current. I mean, you have to say the Mac Pro is one heavy beast. I had a friend of mine, the co-host of my other radio show, The Powercast, bring over his Mac Pro. We were doing some troubleshooting on it, and I brought it upstairs here. We're on the second floor and that is one heavy beast. We have Avram Pilch of Laptop Magazine. I'm Gene Steinberger in the Tech Night Out Live. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. Ray Perkins, a reclusive veteran burned out from the Gulf War, lives tortured by relentless, perplexing nightmares. Nightmares of a horrific battle in deep space and of a mysterious woman suffering in agony for her devastated world. A woman not yet born, calling across centuries to him. Then, a coincidence leads him to his destiny, his chance to alter the universe. Attack! Attack! Of the Rockwells. The former fiction editor for Star Wars and Indiana Jones, Robert Simpson, writes... The soul of the novel Attack of the Rockoids lies in its heart and passion for building a convincing tale of a love that spans a galaxy. A thrilling story. Attack of the Rockoids is available now. Read a sample chapter and get a special discount off of the cover price at our website, rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Attack of the Rockoids, a novel in the grand science fiction tradition. Are you still a traditional smoker? Now experience a new lifestyle and try vaping with e-cigarettes by LeSig. Imagine no ashes, stains, nasty smell, or coughing and hacking. With LeSig e-cigarettes revolutionary microelectronic technology, rechargeable battery, and unique replaceable cartridge, you'll get all the benefits and satisfaction of smoking without the hazards. Choose your taste from a wide variety of our new American-made vaporian e-liquids at LeSig.com. And LeSig smokes the competition by serving thousands of worldwide customers with real people customer service fast free same day shipping and a 30 day warranty and satisfaction guarantee so are you ready for a new vaping lifestyle then call 870-518-4307 that's 870-518-4307 or visit lesig.com spelled l-e-c-i-g.com lesig e-cigarettes for today's modern smoker Introducing a Diabetes Breakthrough, an easy, natural, organic way to bring relief to diabetics. Introducing MDS Forte, a concentrated super strength extract formulated for those who are looking for relief. What can MDS Forte do for you? MDS Forte reduces glucose levels safely and effectively, reduces cholesterol and triglyceride levels, increases HDL or good cholesterol while reducing LDL or bad cholesterol. MDS Forte reduces A1C, improves eyesight and circulation to the limbs, and helps with weight loss. Is non-toxic, caffeine-free, 100% natural, 100% organic, and comes with a 100% money back guarantee waiting for the side effects disclaimers with mds forte there are none order a 25-day treatment of mds forte by calling 213-405-5355 213-405-5355 or visit bestbloodsupport.com that's bestbloodsupport.com for mds forte a diabetes breakthrough 
Would it save you time to get the best quality water filters and the best quality storable foods from one company? You bet it would, and now you can at BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. Big Berkey water filter products and great-tasting, long-lasting, storable, wise foods are both now available on one website, BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. Wise foods, ready-to-eat meals are packed in airtight nitrogen pouches and come with a 25-year shelf life. Big Berkey water filters are powerful enough to purify treated, untreated, or even stagnant pond water. Combine Berkey water filters with wise foods for an unbeatable preparedness combination. Get free shipping on every order over $50. And GCN listeners receive 5% off all ceramic filter systems. Visit big, B-E-R-K-E-Y, waterfilters.com or call 877-99-BERKEY. That's 877-99-BERKEY. Or go to bigberkeywaterfilters.com. never know what's going to happen next while listening to the Tech Night Isle, live with Gene Steinberg. We have Avram Pilch of Laptop Magazine. We're focusing on the 10 gadgets you'd be a fool to buy right now. And we're just finishing with MacBook Pros for obvious reasons. We're all expecting the new models to be announced in June in concert with the Worldwide Developers Conference. Android tablets. Now, some of us would say cynically... It's never a good time to buy an Android tablet, but why especially not now? Because we're still waiting for a number of anticipated Android tablets that are going to come out and try to at least compete with the new iPad's Retina display. We still haven't seen the promised tablets from Asus and Acer and others that are supposed to at least be 1920 by 1200 resolution to try and get up there with the iPads right in display, will they match it? Will they be as good? Will they look as good? Maybe, maybe not. They're not even close right now. And you can bet that when they do come out, you're going to see uh, a price drop on those that don't have the high-res display. Of course, there's also the rumor that's just come out this week that Google is going to introduce its own Nexus tablet at Google I.O. at the end of June and that that's going to be $199. So that's going to be another reason why you'll want to wait because if you want something that's on the low end that's cheap, there are going to be new, less expensive options and those are going to drive the price of everything down. The next one is smart TVs. Is this because of the possibility that Apple is going to have a smart TV? Absolutely. So everyone's been anticipating Apple getting into the TV biz for a while now. I think they will too. And we also know already that there are a number of TVs coming out with the uh, Google TV operating system, the latest version of that. So we know that there are some great things on the horizon. And I think that Apple's TV, whenever it comes out, is going to be something that really changes the marketplace just like the iPad changed the tablet marketplace. It's going to cause everybody else to lower their prices, to try and introduce new features. And, of course, the Apple TV itself will probably have things like Siri built in, some kind of deep integration with iTunes that a lot of people use as their primary media service now. So that's a really good reason to hold on for a few more months. We can't say for sure when the smart TV is coming. Obviously, if you need a television set, you can get an unsmart one right now for a reasonable price. But when you invest in a smart TV, you're kind of hedging your bets on the future. And this is not a particularly good time to hedge your bets on the future when we know we have a good certainty that Apple's going to be doing something this year with a smart TV. 
Or is that just a goof? Did Steve Jobs just say that to freak people out when he was talking to his biographer, knowing that he wasn't long for this world and expecting that the tech industry would freak and try to come up with competing products or something that doesn't exist? And really what we'll get is an Apple TV set-top box on steroids. Who knows? How can you tell? All right. So the question is here, why would anyone be a fool if they bought a Windows phone now as opposed to waiting? What about the Lumia 900? Lumia 900 is a really nice phone, but chances are that it's not going to get an upgrade to Windows Phone 8 when Windows Phone 8 comes out this fall. Duh, why not? Well, apparently Microsoft has said that they are probably not going to provide over-the-air updates for most phones or any phones. It's really, they've kind of said a couple of different competing things on this. But in general, you should never count on your phone receiving an OS update unless it's an iPhone. Because if you leave it up to the carrier and you, you leave it up to a company like Google or Microsoft, they're not particularly excited about helping existing customers get a better experience when they already have their money. Now, this is interesting here. Of course, we're seeing all those big ads for the Lumia 900. This is the first phone that's not a beta. All previous smartphones have been beta, not this one. But, ah, you can't upgrade to the next operating system. Sorry, folks, it's a dead end. That's not what the ad says, but this is basically the situation? Exactly. I mean, Lumia 900 is a nice phone. It's got a beautiful design. It's got LTE, which people want. Obviously, a lot of people like the Windows Phone operating system because they like the tile interface. But there's still a lot of things that are lacking in the Windows Phone operating system. It doesn't have a lot of apps. The multitasking doesn't really work with a lot of third-party apps. The hardware is way behind everybody else. You've still got a single-core processor, and most of those phones are 3G, with the exception of the Lumia 900. I think that when we get to Windows 8, we've been promised new hardware specs, better screen once again, dual-core probably, LT on all of them probably. You really feel bad if you buy a phone today and then just a few months from now, everyone is rocking a completely revamped operating system in Windows Phone 8. I'll tell you, if I owned a Lumia 900 and that happened to me, I'd feel real cheated. I'd start a petition in the class action lawsuits. No, I wouldn't, because I think the only people who win from class action lawsuits are the lawyers. Okay, next on tap is e-readers. So you either buy an e-reader or you buy a tablet or an iPad or something with a retina display. But why not buy an e-reader today? They're pretty cheap. The e-ink e-readers are awfully cheap. But we think that by the end of the year, we're going to start to see some color e-ink choices that are going to make the market even more competitive and are going to provide you with something that's really nice looking, looks good in the sun and has long battery life. At Laptop, we've already reviewed a color e-ink e-reader called the Ektako Jetbook from a Russian company. It definitely... They even pronounce uh, it. It works like as if it was a chalupa that you bought from Ektako Bell. But the reality is that the technology is out there so that we've seen it in use even if the device itself had some problems and was kind of slow and, and slow and poor battery life. When Amazon and Barnes & Noble, the two main players in the e-reader game, start to do color e-ink, People will really want that because it will give them really the best of both worlds. 
long battery life and the ability to look at colorful things like graphic novels in the sun on a dedicated device. And then when you look at something like the Kindle Fire, which is more of a tablet, we know that Amazon is really primed to update that. The Barnes & Noble Nook tablets are also getting a bit long in the tooth. So we expect those to get upgraded to maybe high-res screens as well. The time frame for these might be a little bit further out. It may not happen until October or so. But if you think that you're going to be holding on to this device for you know three years or four, then you're going to want to wait uh, out those extra months. Last and certainly least or not least, depending on your point of view, the BlackBerry. Don't get a BlackBerry now, but some people might cynically say, why buy a BlackBerry ever? You probably, you're probably right. There, in fact, there could be an argument to be made that if you really like BlackBerry, you should buy BlackBerry now because BlackBerry is going to change its entire operating system, its hardware, everything when the new BlackBerry uh, OS X comes out. And that's supposed to start at the end of the summer, maybe early fall. They're going to ditch the keyboard, which is one of the things that people love about BlackBerry, at least on their first flagship phone, the BlackBerry London. But if you're using the current BlackBerry OS, the new experience is going to be so foreign to you that you're not going to be compatible with it. So really what you're going to want is you're going to want to wait if you have your heart set on BlackBerry, you like their services, maybe your business requires it. You're going to want to wait, wait to see the new uh, BlackBerry OS. At the same time, we can't guarantee that that will be worth waiting for. If you are interested in buying a phone today, go with uh, Android or iOS, I would say. Uh, don't go with BlackBerry. Can BlackBerry rescue themselves? Is it too late for them? They, it's too late for them as an independent company. The service they provide, uh, you know, especially their back-end corporate services, someone will take an interest in that. Maybe it'll be HP. Oh, but, please. Uh, but it's a platform, I think, they are in worse shape than WebOS, and their new attempt to come out with this new BlackBerry operating system is going to do even worse than HP's attempt to come out with a touchpad last summer. Well, there you have it, BlackBerry. You might have a classic because... It'll disappear, unfortunately, and a lot of people won't be working. Avram Pilch, where do we find more of your stuff? So you can read my weekly columns at laptopmag.com slash geeksgeek. Uh, follow me on Twitter at geekinchief and keep up with all of our mobile tech news at laptopmag.com. Of course, he shows up quite often here on the Tech Night Owl Live. A reminder to our listeners, you can find more of the stuff we do at technightowl.com. Once again, that's technightowl.com. And, of course, you can check us on Twitter as long as Twitter exists. At Tech Night Owl, we are Tech Night Owl at Twitter. We have our forums at forum.technightowl.com. And we have the other radio show, the Paracast, about UFOs, things that go bump in the night, discussing ghost hunting this week at theparacast.com. That's paracast.com. Avram Pilch, thank you so much, my friend, for joining us on the Tech Night Owl Live. Always a pleasure. The Tech Night Owl Live is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel.